Welcome to this guy's sick, and we have got a Halloween episode. <laughs> Spooky. We're going to try not to retread what we did last year. I've got to remember what I haven't haven't said. That's it. Which is you got well. I've used you all, might, I've, I've used all my stories, so I'm using other people's now. Yeah, I've got a few left in the can. That's all this episode's going to be. Us swapping stories we've heard it's, it's and a, we a know. It's a sequel to the Halloween episode we did last year. Yeah. But yeah, like I will say this now at the beginning of this: if you do have a story you want to share, we will do another creepy pasta episode. So I'm going to go first with a story that happened to me when I was about thirteen. And basically, there used to be this abandoned building near my school, my secondary school. And kids would go in there and fuck around, smash shit, you know, whatever else. And, and it was a huge old building. It used to be a, a college for arts, like uh, an arts college. Been probably abandoned for about 30 years at the time I was at school. And they tried to resell it. And it was in the middle of a park grounds as well. Like like you would get a uni campus. It's just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it was for performing arts. And the performance arts college was called Rose Bruford. And they had another building that overlooked the the, the lake. And they liked that one. And you'd walk past and see them all doing yoga and shit in the morning right on your way to school. And uh, you'd look at them because they were all hot chicks. In yoga pants? In your yoga pants, bending over. So you'd sit there on the other side Giggity. of the river with your binoculars out going... Fuck yeah, you would. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you're right, you're uh, a cheeky one. The old building, they never used anymore. And it was kind of like run down. So me and my friends went to this old building multiple times. And then one day... Everyone used to say it was haunted. It's an old, old abandoned building. Of course they do. And one day we went to this building and... We had to break in because someone had boarded up the door that has been kicked in multiple times. So we were like, how the fuck do we get in? So my mate, Kevin, he was going, he was taller. He, Kevin was like six foot in year seven. So my mate, James, climbed up on Kevin's shoulders and he's pulling the bottom of this window and the window just falls out of the bracket. Rotten. Almost hits him, the glass. Right? Shatters on the floor, rotten to fuck. Yeah, yeah. But if you were standing on Kevin's shoulders, you would just touch the windowsill. So you'd have to pull yourself up. No one could pull herself up to that's it. A good, that's a good, like, 12 foot. Then. Yeah, yeah. We, well, no one, no one could yeah. get up to it, right? So we're like, fuck, what do we do? But then my other mate goes, use a tree branch or something, right? So he's being a knob. He's, like, snapping branches and trying to lean them up against it. Don't hold your weight. They're snapping. They're no. going funny. So we're walking around, and we notice that the old balcony that was there, that we've been on multiple times before, the, the, the iron fencing around the balcony had fallen off, right? So the railing was gone. That was lower than the window. So now, if you were standing on his shoulders, it was up to your belly. So you just lean onto yeah, this balcony. Probably up. shouldn't be, because the thing could fucking collapse if all the iron and shit had fallen rotten out of it. So I went, I remember I was first. I went up first, I, I leant on it, and then my other mate climbed up, and then the third mate climbed up, and then we all pulled Kevin up. We didn't think about how we're getting out of it. I suppose we would have just jumped off that. 12 foot, it's not, 12, it's not that bad. Do you know what I mean? To jump off something like that. So we are then in this building and the first thing we do is go downstairs and start kicking the wood they've nailed in because they've nailed it on the outside inwards so all we're doing is booting it and it's coming out so we get the door open jimmy the door open 
the whole thing floods with light. And as it does, you hear all these like birds or bats or something flap around. So then we're like, fuck it, let's smash stuff. Like, I don't know, whatever kids do in these places, like throwing things around. And I just remember my mate going, there's something upstairs. And we're like, what? He said, there's, there's someone upstairs. That's what he said. And we're listening and you can hear scuttling and stuff. It's like rats or whatever, right? So Kevin, oh, fuck it, I'll knock him out. I'm fucking big lad. So he goes up these stairs. They're creaky. They're fucking, there's already a hole in one of the stairs. Well, it's fucking falling apart. And we will follow him up. We go up there. There's no one up there. So my mate, you're bullshitting. You're saying this. We walk down the corridor. We get to the end. And we look in this room. And I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys. Behind the silhouette of the light, there was just someone with their arms spread out. Like Jesus Christ posed. Just fucking standing there. We couldn't see their facial features or anything because they were silhouetted. Just standing there, like, looking up at the sky or something. Just fucking arms outspread. And we fucking shit our pants. I've oh, seen it. And legged it out of there. But Kevin slipped down the stairs and he got a nail slip up his ass cheek, up his back. Ooh. Right? So we're trying to pull him out the door. He's bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And we are fucking... Gone. We are fucking shitting our pants. Yeah, so... He has to go to the hospital. There's, there's nothing else we can do about shot it. Right? Everything, man. Yeah, because we, we got out of there and he's like, get me home. Get me. He's fucking crying. And like we're looking at his cut. He's literally gone from like his ass cheek like right up to the middle of his back. But on that side, right? Oh, so split all the way slide. up in, right? And he, he's fucking crying. His, his school uniform is all ripped. His blood everywhere. And because we didn't see him slip... In our minds, we're like, there's someone slashing him or something. Someone got him, yeah. Yeah, because we didn't know. Yeah. And um, we're panicking about it. Gets back to the school, we get suspended for going there. Even though it happened after school. We got, we got in trouble for it, we got suspended. Kevin's not in school, obviously. He didn't come back for about a month and a half because of the stitches and whatever yeah, yeah. else. But is then that, what, when, that, it was that deep he needed stitches? Yeah, he needed all stitches up him and that. And he would have had, he would shots have had yeah, tetanus shots for sure. So... We finally come back to school a week later and everyone's like, you pussies, like, winding us up. We went in there, there's a statue of an angel in there, you fucking idiots, you saw that and run away. So, another week goes by, people are calling us pussies and that, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go back, I'm going to find a statue of an angel and I'm going to prove that we saw something. Mm -hmm. So, we go back in there, by this time it's been boarded up heavily, but we knew this was going to happen, so we just took a ladder. Just got my mate's ladder from out of his shed, turn up there, put it up to the same way we got in, just climb the fucking ladder. That, because obviously the school had contacted whoever owns it, all the windows were boarded up. But that balcony was still there. So we got in, we get to the top of the balcony, sorry, and that's boarded up. We just boot it in. We just boot this old door frame through. The thing's rotten. What they've nailed into is so rotten that after about 10 kicks, the thing fucking came through. Sorry about it, yeah. So we got in there, we brought torches with us. We took a, fat, a camera. We took like one of them disposable cameras. We're going to find, find this statue. We're walking around on the floor where we were on, where we saw something. There's no statue there. We're like, right. Where we look at the window where we're at, there's nothing there. There's no silhouette, no fucking shadow, nothing. We come down the stairs. We're walking around. Where the fuck is this angel statue that people are talking about? Can't find it. So my mate's like, let's go in the basement. We go down to the basement. It's flooded. You can't get down there. Literally like... Not flooded so badly, but fl flooded by about two foot, something like that. Two so up, like up to like, yeah, yeah around. So we ain't walking in rats, piss, moldy, manky yeah. water. Stagnant water. So we were like, see, I'm like, because we're taking photos, we're like, we're going to show them all. They're chatting shit. There is no angel statue. So my mate goes back up the stairs. We're going to leave. And he's just like, what's in the top floor though? You can see where the balcony is, the, the next balcony up there. There is something up there. There's no stairs though. So how the fuck do you get to it? 
So we're like, fuck it, let's get the ladder. So we go back, pull the ladder up from outside, bring it in. We prop it up against the wall and we climb up the wall. But we still can't reach it. And my mate turns around and goes, there's the angel statue. So we're all climbing up this thing, having a look round, hanging off this fucking ladder. And lo and behold, against the window at the fucking very top, where it's like a round circle window, there is a statue of an angel. Right. So we took a picture of it and it took about a week to get those photos back. And we went to everyone and went, that is not what we saw and that's not what he is. And that's basically the end of the story. But to this day, that angel statue on the top floor in a window, Resident Evil style, just fucking sat there for no reason. It's not what we saw in that fucking room. Yeah. And we never got an answer to that. Never got, even when we had the photos going, that is, look, this is the window we're talking about. The kids, they did stop fucking winding us up for it. Well, well fuck knows, fuck knows. It must have been a pedo or something. <laughs> but to this day, we don't know what when the fuck it was. Blame a child we do not know what the fuck it was we saw in there. Whether it was a ghost, whether it was a yeah. spirit, whether it was a fucking weirdo on their own, whether we were having a mass hallucination. But when we were looking for this, oh, it's an angel with his arms out. Even the statue, it's just, there's wings, there's no arms. Yeah. Like, it's not, we knew though, we were like, we did not see a statue of an angel on run. That's not what it was. So that's that's my first creepy little story. Could have been a ghost, could have been something. The building was fucking ancient, it was about 200 years old, so. Do you want to go next? Or? No, go for it. Okay. So, um, this one comes from my nephew, Liam. He's three years younger than me. My family's weird like that. Yeah. And uh, so basically, he, he reminded... Oh, Guernsey, inbred, weird well, family. No, 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 no. You know, my, technically, his dad is my half-brother. So, same father, different mother. So, um, he reminded me of something that came up, actually, when I asked him for any stories that he might have. Uh, when we were living at um, one of my old houses, number 10, Gross Hoog, it's not there anymore. It's been demolished and rebuilt or something else. My brother, Kylie, had a, um, a Vespa scooter. Which yeah. was all designed out like the cure. Okay. It was all, it was all, the body paint was all sprayed out like the cure, like silhouettes and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, he was selling it because he needed to sell it because he didn't have room for it. And basically, they positioned the, the scooter in front of the back door, and the back door was open. And you could see the window going into the lounge. And they, did, they took a Polaroid. So the Polaroid, when it came through, had an orange silhouette full silhouette of like you could see the head going down to neck arms separated from body going down to legs going into the floor or uh, what past the window no one was in the house no one was in there everybody that was that was in the was there that day was outside and there was this polaroid of this orange silhouette of someone literally like someone was standing and just halfway through the window like sat like around the curtain so like yeah, trying to look at yeah yeah the curtains cut down and you literally just saw this silhouette of someone standing in the window. So for some reason, my brother decided to give it to Liam, my nephew, to take back, because he lived in England with his mum, uh, to take back with him. <laughs> Have this creepy photo. Yeah, here's this photo. Take this, show it to your mum. So he took it back to the to the UK with him, and he said loads of strange shit started happening when he took the photo back. He said there were three traffic accidents that happened outside of his house in short succession. So his mum was obsessed with the fact that it was the photo something to do with the photo so she made him burn it and i'm like i wanted that photo did the traffic accident stop yes so nothing weird happened again nothing weird happened after that photo was gone number two so um sadly his his mom died a couple of years ago and he goes not long after my mom died um his stepmom my sister-in-law brigitte brought him a picture frame it was a rectangular one that could fit three photos in it 
to put some of his photos of his mum in it so he could you know have something with him at yeah. all times like because he was living over here at the time when his mum died so he, he kind of shifted between back and forth yeah, yeah back and forth so he goes this is when they were living in their their recent house and goes they they lived in a cottage just down the road from where my mum and dad live now and uh he goes he placed the frame standing on the windowsill and there was a desk sitting underneath directly underneath so it was a fair wide desk and could and would take a reasonable force to push anything past it from the windowsill especially harder than the wind anyway i went to shower one day and came back in to find the find it sitting on the floor facing me so the 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 frame had gone from the windowsill to the floor but without without just being face down smashing no, falling just standing just standing up just right. standing up like literally yeah, standing up straight was the window as, open or nope no and he said that it, it was it was a big enough frame that the wind would have maybe kind of would have knocked up it would not have been able to push it off the sill over but the even desk it getting off the window still normally if something falls it just falls in on it would stay on the sill yeah because it was sitting on the floor facing uh it was facing me standing up straight as if it was on the windowsill because i stood there in disbelief for ages before i could comprehend what was going on and uh, I went to pick it up. He goes, he asked Rebecca, who's my step-niece. He goes, he went and asked, um, like, his dad, my brother, and my sister-in-law. No one had moved it. But he came back from the shower, and this frame, which I pictured of his mum, was go- was literally from the windowsill into on- onto the floor. Says He says, he goes, no idea. So he reckons it's the mum, right? Because she died well, at the point. Well, you, you would imagine it was, it was something, you know, that's, that's where the supernatural mind would go is... That's what it is. I remember my nan's house. I've got a few stories from my nan's house. I told one before about me and my cousin having the same dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that house was just weird. And I remember one time getting up in the morning to go to work. And I I was working at ITV at the time. The taxi, ITV used to pay for taxis to pick you up if it was before 7 in the morning. And if you finished after 11.30 at night, they'd get a taxi to take you home. It's a long fucking day. Yeah. So taxi was picking me up in the morning at... 5.30. 5.30. So I'm up about 4.15 to go downstairs, shower, get ready for work. Yeah. I go downstairs and I'm like, I'm, I'm starving. For some reason, I'm feeling really hungry. So Zach I make Marvin, my... Zach Marvin. So I get a knife out, cut up some fucking some cheese, make a quick sandwich, slice it in half, put it down, the knife down on the side, eat the sandwich, then I go have a shower. Okay. Right? Come out the shower, knife stuck in the floor. Where was the knife in proximity? Was it on the foot? On was it not on the edge? No, no. On the edge, it was. It was on the breadboard on the side. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah. no way. There's no way you could, it could have just fallen off and. No way it could have fallen off. Was it? Literally, it was, was it directly down from the from the wall no, into the floor? In the center of the room. Fuck that. In the center of the room, dug into the it's fucking bread knife. wooden it's floor. It's not even strong. It's not even got a point. No, to... it wasn't a bread knife because oh. I, I didn't use the knife to cut the bread. I, well, I did, but it wasn't a bread knife. I was using it to cut the cheese. It was a normal little knife. Oh, because okay, so it actually had a point. Yes, yeah, so it had okay. a point. So all that I, would even be more forced if it was a normal yeah. knife. <laughs> so when, 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 I, when I cut the sandwich, I just used the same knife because yeah. I'd already got it. Oh, okay, one. yeah, yeah. So I picked it up thinking someone's come downstairs, fucked around with me, messed about, being a prick. But then I was just listening. There's no one around. No fucking family members. I'm like, it is literally half past four at this point. There's no one around at all. And that was similar to what you said. Stuff just moving about. Just a very big rat. So, well, maybe, but even to get it in, to get it to get it where it was and dig into the floor is just weird, right? So what have you got, Chris? What kind of stuff have you got? So a bit similar to yours where 
going into an old, old abandoned building. Um, you know where the Delancey campus is for the what is now the college. Yes. It used, it used to be a secondary school. And that's where we went to school. And two of my mates used to live pretty much across the road. Yeah. There was a little lane that went around to some quite fancy houses off the side. Yeah. And they were going, you know, one's been abandoned for a while. Let's go and have a look. So I oh, didn't really want to. I was like, fuck it. Why not? I'll go along with it. And I think four of us ended up going in there. And walked in, could hear barking. And there was a little dog house on the outside. So we're like, fuck, they've got dogs. But it's abandoned. So it's how like, the fuck's the dog still there? Then we had a look in. No dog in the, do- in the dog house. Nothing. All the gates were open, so it would have run off if it was left there on its own. Or been picked up by someone else. Yeah. So then, ah, fuck it. Maybe it's just a neighbor's dog hearing us come in. Walked in. Door was open. So, fuck it. Just walked straight in. Went upstairs. Had a look. And the entire time we, like, I was, we were in there, I was like, are you sure this place is abandoned? Because, yes, it looks dirty, but nothing's been taken out. Like, all the furniture's still here. Fucking, there's still pictures up. So, unless the person here just fucking snuffed it, there are still people here. What sort of pictures are on, on it? Is it just like normal paintings or is it family pictures? No, like photos. Fuck. When you say dirty, you mean like covered in dust? Dusty. Like I hadn't been lived in for a little while. Yeah. Maybe like... Electrics working or anything? Three or four weeks. We didn't, we didn't try. But then we're like, okay, because we, we went there as it was still a little bit of daylight left. So we didn't need torches or anything. Yeah. We went, fuck it. Coward unlocking. Got to the hallway before where the master bedroom was. Could hear barking again. We're like... It's just a it's just a dog down the road. Yeah, it must, must be. Must you, be. You've Fuck already it. checked the dog house outside. No dog in it. All the yeah. gates and doors are open. Dog would have run off. Dog's been the door's yeah. been fucking taken off its hinges. So if it's not going to be in the house, oh, no one could be living there if the doors are off the hinges. Well, maybe a crackhead or something. Yeah, homeless. So we're, so we're, yeah. Oh, fuck it. Even then, homeless over here, not. As big of an issue. They're not. They're not normally prone to squatting. Uh, true. But anyway, not that I know of. Anyway, we went fuck it. We all went to go and have a look around the master bedroom because quite a sizable room. They were well off or it was like an old family home or something. Went in there and could hear barking behind us. So went, fuck it, hide somewhere. Like clear as day. Yeah, it was like, fuck it, cupboard anywhere, fuck it. So two of our mates jumped in the cupboard. Fine, nothing. Jumped under the bed. Dead dog body. Or a Doberman (laughs) just fucking there. Dead. How dead dead are we talking about? Freshly dead or? Oh no, old. Like, been there for quite a while, just decomposing, like... Yeah. wasn't quite bones, but it was... So who jumped up the bed? You? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Me and, one of, me and one of our mates. Straight under the bed, like, lift the covers up, fucking... Straight under. Pr- pr- pretty much... No, we didn't even go under. Fucking lifted the covers oh, up and went... Oh, you saw it. It's like, fucking dead dog. It was like, nah, fuck that. Did it smell or anything, or is it too far gone? It was too far gone. Fuck me. Oh. Chances are, then, if the owner died in the bed... Dog would have gone under the bed to be by its owner and just died under there itself, or it went under there. It was injured, and went under there to die because animals do that. Yeah, they go to hide somewhere or, to die. Yeah, you know, it, sometimes this happens, right? There's a I can't remember the name of the documentary. It's really good. I'll, I will on this episode look in the comment section area. I'll, I'll leave a, a link to it. I watched what in the footnotes. I left it on. Um, I watched this thing on Amazon. It was about a woman who was found dead in a flat like that. Just been there for months and she was a Jane cat, Doe so no one knew she was no no one knew she was they, they they had to bury her not knowing who she was and it took like 10 years for someone to f- remember her oh god and it was so and her story was so sad she was singing there's music she made music right she had a beautiful voice this yeah. fucking tall sade like black woman but by the time she died 
she'd been abused she'd had to run she'd had to leave her job and now she's like living in this house on her own and then it's really really sad story Fucking but hell. in she that old, she, was she old or was she no she well at this time she must have been about 42 so not but yeah so not old at all a really dark story but what happens is something like that is we've got a body it's in a room you go in you clear the body um and if the if it's a council house, the council will take everything out of the house and fumigate. If it's a private house, once the body is removed, it's up to the estate to deal with all the possessions and possession. If that person has no one, they would just leave it because I think there's a time period for how long a house will gen- return to the state after someone's died. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Or sometimes it could be six months because there's legal issues or there's, um, you know something like uh, insurance issues and someone needs to litigate it. So what could happen is someone has died, the owner of the dog has died, they've come taken the body, did not realise the dog's there. Just left it. And just left it. And the dog yeah. could have been dead, the dog could have been alive, but they've just left the dog there, which is grim. Or, because the doors were kicked in, maybe someone killed a dog and fucking stashed it there. The fact that it's barking at you is a little bit weird, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. That's a good story, Chris. I like that. So, Scott, you're up next with one of your uh, fables that people have told you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, my buddy Clay uh, from America. He goes, my house in college was haunted. He goes, the old man that lived there before us died in the bedroom that he now slept in. Weird things would happen in that house. It's like one time, I was standing in the entryway of the house and the, ma- and the postman came and delivered a letter addressed to the old man. And I made a joke about how he was dead. And right at that moment, one of the blades of the ceiling fan broke off and shot across the room. Quite coincidental that it was at the exact same time we made a joke about, the previous, about the previous owner being dead. Yeah. yeah. As okay. a letter for him had turned up too. Yeah. So it's all like... Yeah, it kind of all ties up. If that, someone was listening, it's when their post arrives, right? Yeah, it's about a month later, the exact same thing happened in the kitchen. Ironically, while we were talking about the previous owner. So a different fan... In a different room, while he was talking about the owner, again, blade comes flying off. Jesus. And then the last one kind of tied to that house again. He um, goes, and this last part is questionable because I was coming off acid. But I saw the old man in the window of the garage door that leads into the kitchen. Like, while he was sitting in, like, while he was sitting there, he saw the, he saw the, the old man in the window. But he reckons it's because he might have been coming up. Well, like, true. If you're coming down or if you're drunk or anything, that does happen. Like, I mean, all of us here can probably say we've seen stuff when we're drunk, stuff that we can't explain. Yeah. And then my buddy Matt, who on the same chat, he come up and goes, at my parents' house, they have a hutch in the dining room. And on dead relatives' birthdays, my parents often come downstairs in the morning to find the lights on in the hutch when they were off, when they went upstairs in the morning, on birthdays. On their birthday. So, yeah. Just a couple from my buddies across the seas. I'm trying to remember. I had two grandparents, male grandparents, die first, which happens to most people. Your granddad stuffs it before your grandma. You know. Yeah, literally, but yeah. Yeah, both same with mine. It's because men work harder. Um, no, it's physical labour, I think, that does it. Well, mine didn't really have a choice. One got run over and the other one died of um, emphysema. So. Yeah, well, fair play. <laughs> not that, it's um, not that choice. Well, one was. I remember my, my... So the problem with stuff like this is sometimes it is psychological rather than supernatural. Yes, and I agree. My granddad was in hospital. He'd been in and out of hospital a few times. And basically I was told it's a few days before he dies. Right. It ain't long. Yeah. So I went to bed and I had a dream about him 
basically telling me he loved me. I love you. I love you, son. You know, mm. you're my first grandchild. And I woke up in the morning. I was fucking sad, sad as fuck. Like it just really upset me. Mm. And I went to work, and I was meant to be seeing him that day. So I was meant to be going there after work. It was during New Year period, the day before New Year's Eve. Yeah. So the thirtieth. There was nothing going on at work. We kind of shut down during winter time. It's not too much in, in ITV. There's not too much TV shows being recorded over the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I get to work and like, it's a light crew. My boss is there. I said, listen, I've got to go see my granddad at three o'clock. And what time will I be leaving? Yesterday I left at 12. If I could leave sometime similar to that. He went, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Guess the one o'clock he hasn't come to relieve me. Mm. My boss. And I'm like, fuck what's going on so I just go in to his office I'm like any chance I can shoot off my visitation with my granddaddy's in hospital it's three o'clock mm-hmm. can I go and he said no no because uh, so and so's gone sick so you have to be on standby till five o'clock and I was like fuck's sake so I phoned my dad up and I'm like look I can't come see granddad today how's he doing no he's fine he's fine I'll come tomorrow yeah no it's fine let me know tomorrow mm-hmm. so I sit there and it gets to about quarter past three and he goes, ah, you can go, mate. Like that to me. But it's a 45 minute train ride. Uh, the visitation finishes at five. Well, you, t- you literally get there for 15 minutes and then Yeah, gone. so I'm like, fuck it, I'll, I'll go home. Yeah. So I head home and I open the door and I hear I hear my granddad's voice. So I open the door. And you go, All right, Sam. That's how I used to speak. And I'm like, the fuck? I look around. No, no one's in. My dad's not there. My sister's not there. No one, no one's in the house. Mm. So I'm like fucking weird. But then again, I'm up at four in the morning, whatever, five in the morning to go to work. So I'm like, I'm just tired. Mm. I go and I put the music on. I'm listening to Misfits. And um, I'm sat there and then my mobile phone goes off. Tapping my leg. I can't fucking find it. I can hear the vibrating. Can't find it. Couldn't find my phone. Searching for it. Can't find it. Then the house phone goes. So I'm like, I knew. I knew what this phone call was. Yeah, yeah. My mobile, then the house phone goes. I knew it was my granddad. My granddad died. I answer the phone. My sister is sobbing down the phone yeah. that he died. And um, he died about an hour before. But where I'm on a train and the, the fucking no signal, signal goes now, that, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know. And they'd been trying to phone the house because I was meant to be there. And because I said, oh, I've got to work late to my dad. He'd phoned work, but I'd already left because the guy didn't keep me until five. I just remember just a weird dream the night before and then what I heard when I opened the door was just odd to me now. Like, it even makes me sad thinking about it. Like, just to hear, just to hear his voice randomly Yeah. open the door. And I'm looking around thinking, has he come home? Has my dad brought him back here? Is he all right? He's all right to leave. Because like, yeah. when I asked my dad on the phone, how's he doing? Oh, he's fine. That was spooky to me. I still think about it now. To this yeah. day, every now wow. and then it pops in my head. Like, what was that dream about? Did he... Obviously, people can't tell the future. People can't tell stuff like that. Like, like we don't know. Mm-hmm. But is there like Ultimate Warrior dying and he comes out and cuts that promo on Monday? Yeah. And then dies the next day the night, next after morning. talking about my final legacy. Yeah. If I die now, I'm in this. If my heart stops beating, then he has a heart attack the next day. Every time is there part of one you? One day, a man beats his final beat. Yeah. Is there's the part of you that knows it? And the dream I had was somehow his subconscious that night knowing I wasn't going to make it to see him. Because I would have been there when he died. If, if I'd managed to make it, I would have been yeah, there when he died. if your boss had let you go on time and stuff if like that. If my boss had let me go on time. So did he, in my mind, I'm like, did he visit me? 
Yeah, he'd visit yeah. me to tell me he loved me and say goodbye. It's all good. Because he knew I couldn't be there for when he died. Yeah. That was pretty weird, pretty creepy. I something psych because Chris's story's next, but it's just something that's nothing, nothing major. Something really random happened the other day. I come into the house, and we never had nothing happen in the house. We've been, been in like three and a half years. Nothing weird's ever happened. Apart from, you know how animals tend to look at random spaces yeah. and just gawk at it for ages. Our cats do that to the doorway of the lounge all the fucking time. Like, it freaks Amy out non-stop. Like, she'll be sitting there, Willow will be asleep on her lap, and also she'll pop up, and she will just gawk at the door just not focused on something in the door anyway i come in the other day amy's off work so it must have been about must have been about it must have been thursday then and she was in the shower i come in she's in the shower but as i came in the door all i heard was someone go scott like that someone said my name in the house and i shouted I was like amy amy you're right she's in the shower I heard someone. You ever lit- heard that before? Your name. Never so. ever had that before in my life. Yeah. Not I, not in that house. Just anywhere. Never ever. Just that one time, literally the other day. Because it was- sends a chill down my spine. Because I remember this happening to me three or four times as a kid, where I'd hear someone go Sam, and I'd be like, "The fuck." Was I think that? I've had it when I've had headphones on. I've had headphones on. I'll hear someone say my name, but I think that's more like a subconscious thing. Maybe, yeah. Like more like an OS, but I didn't have headphones. But when you on. think your phone's ringing and in your leg, yeah, but that's, fa- like, that, that's phantom vibration. Yeah. That's actually that's actual. But it thing. could be that with your headphones in, you yeah, can't really hear. There were not- no headphones. I didn't have any. I didn't have my headphones, so I just got out of the car, and I never had my headphones in when I'm in the car. I literally walked into the house, and all I heard was Scott, like someone like calling my name, but in a moaning like, yeah, like, like, the- like they're injured. I thought Amy had like fallen over or something like that. That's, hurt herself. That's, that's literally like like. The few times I've heard it, one was in a car and I was going to my cousin's house and my dad was driving. And I'm just sitting in the back seat and someone going, Sam. And me going, what? That, no, one, no one fucking said anything to me. Yeah. But then another time, I was having sleep paralysis. Oh, shit. It's fucking weird. But my nan woke me up. I was asleep on her couch and, I, and then she said she could hear me going, uh, like making this like mumbling fucking like help me. But like... Yeah. Obviously, when you've got sleep paralysis, the only noise you can make is sort of like, like nothing because you, you're yeah. not in control. And I remember her waking me up, me panicking, and I can feel my heart, chest going, like yeah. fucking really, really shit myself. And then straight away as I moved, I got cramp all down my leg as well. So I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, and I'm really like freaked out by the fact that that happened followed by cramp because the thing that I thought was there was something sitting on my legs as well. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Shadow creature. So she goes to me, let me get you a cup of tea. Let me go sweet. She goes and thing. And then, uh, and as she sat there and I'm sat there, my head in my hands, kind of freaked out that similar to how you said it, it's why it sent a shield on my spine. And someone go, um, like that. And I was like panicking. Cause I knew, I knew it wasn't my name. It wasn't her voice. It was an old lady's voice. It was almost an androgynous, maybe male, maybe female. Can't quite tell. Could voice. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just hearing it clear as day. Clear as day, but faint enough for you to wonder whether you did or not. Well, that's why I called out to Amy when I heard yeah. it. I was like, you're right, You okay? She's like, I would no answer. I went upstairs, like, Amy. She goes, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm in the shower. Like, you didn't just call my name? She goes, no. It's like, I didn't know you were home. Yeah. It's like, oh, You ever heard someone okay. say your name, Chris, when you're alone? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? It's like a, there must be a thing. It must be called something. People must hear this. It must happen a lot. Then, like, listeners let us know if you've ever heard your name just said out of nowhere but then like like you said when you've got headphones on you hear someone call your name as well 
Yeah. Like my my, my headphones are noise cancelling, so. I think no, I think that's a subconscious thing because like well for me, working on a building site, you're constantly aware, and I have my headphones in quite a lot of the time because. The radio station most of the guys have on is dog shit. One of the guys had Radio 6, but if you're at the other end of the building, you can't hear it. Yeah. So I put my own... I listen to, like, podcasts and I try and keep up with my podcasts and that. You listen to the TGS radio. I do listen to... <laughs> I do listen to TGS. I have had that quite a lot, mostly on the way to work, because I leave... I, I left work quite early. And you got this big fuck-off headphones on. I've seen you. I've literally driven to work. I've, driven, I've been driving to work. I've seen you come down past the Red Lion. Yeah. And you've always got those fucking proper headphones on but if i've got those on unless i've got them turned right down unless you shout at me i'm not hearing yeah, you. yeah yeah but the the other story i've got is a bit similar to yours sam because it was to do with my nan and about eight or nine years before she died she had cancer twice and had the she part of a tongue taken out and part of her and her voice box taken out so she couldn't talk so the only way she could talk was with, was with one of those i don't know what the actual name for it is but it's like a little like vibrating plate you put on where your voice box would be and it picks up the the movement of your throat to basically make sound like cane in the attitude era yeah yeah <laughs> that is actually probably the easiest yeah. way to put it <laughs> if i lose this match i will set myself on fire yeah, that it is one of those. Uh, Sorry, poor, make jokes about your name, <laughs> Jacobs. In Christ, it was years ago, so you know it's fine. But because I was like the only grandson she had, she was always very much a. I'll give you everything we couldn't have. You were yeah, the favourite. Yeah. 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 So lit. If there was anything I wanted, she would just fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. I was the same with my grand. I was the favourite of my grand. And my mum hated it because she was like, "Stop spoiling him because it's gonna, it's gonna fucking." Like, He's expecting stuff now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna it's gonna make it harder for him in the future. Mm. And there was a point where I heard someone call me quite late at night. I was like, "Oh, that's Nan. I'll go and see what she wants." I go in there. She's asleep on the sofa. I was like, "Wait a minute. She can't fucking speak." But that was definitely her voice, as I as I remembered yeah. it from when I was younger. I was like, alright, whatever, go back to bed. And then the next day, well, the next night, I go to school, come home, and then my mum goes, oh, by the way, you're staying with um your brother, so my, my stepbrother, um, for the night. And my brain kind of instantly went, what's happened to Nan? It's like, what's happening? Because yeah. she was still there. I was like, what's happening? And they were trying to kind of shelter it from me because I was quite young. I was was only about 11, 12 at the time. And I kind of knew what was going to happen. So I went and said bye, particularly to my grand or my nan. And then as I was leaving, I just sort of said to my mum, she won't be here in the morning, will she? I was like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Go off, come home the next day because it was a weekend. Saturday morning, and sure enough, Nan wasn't there. Yeah, Nan wasn't there. But then, but about the night a, before that happened, you heard her. Heard her. Heard her call me. Call your name, and she can't fucking speak. So weird. then, hmm. after that, it, it took them until the Sunday to sort of tell me what I kind of already knew. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's odd, right? My my other granddaddy died before, 
So my mum's dad, he died the day after my birthday when I was 12. Hmm. And I remember my birthday being fun. I had all my mates around at a party and all this. And they were mates from my old school because it was May. So in September, I'm joining a new school mm. because, you know, and it's my 12th birthday and it's all exciting. And I remember just sitting downstairs. My mum's making me breakfast. Spaghetti on toast with cheese. Tin spaghetti on toast. Yes, Americans, we do eat cheese on toast. We do eat beans on toast. And we do eat spaghetti on toast. Beans on toast is fucking amazing. We, we just put everything on toast. But the thing you guys have of it, where you think it's like cuisine that we eat all the time and it's like something like that. It is like low-end quick it's snack. It's a breakfast thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you guys going like, oh, well, rednecks eat roadkill. Well, yeah, but we don't say that's American cuisine, do we? Do you know what I mean? It's no, not, southern cuisine. Yeah. We don't, we don't say it's all of you. And um, look, friends, look, Francine, we got ourselves a raccoon for tea. Yeah, or like I don't know, fucking chicken feet or some shit that they eat at like, random places or whatever. <laughs> it's like sitting there going, all Chinese people do is eat dogs. Some of them do, but they don't. It's not all down they the, eat. Down the bridge they do. Yeah, down the bridge they do. Oh, that's what that was. So I'm sitting there eating my food. Special fried rice, baby. And my mum's literally put the plate in my lap. I had about two bites. The window is banging. And it's my cousin Dan. He'd moved, his dad had died. So he'd moved in with my grandparents because he wasn't getting on with his mum after his dad died. Yeah. My mum the door, it's grandpa, it's grandpa, it's grandpa. He's screaming. So my mum was like, we've got to go. My nan only lived around the corner. And I remember that the most vivid memory I have is picking up the plate and putting my food in the bin. In the bin? Well, because we're leaving. I could be eating it cold today. So it's like, in the bin goes my fucking food. We go around there. Ambulance is there. They're loading my grandpa into the back of the fucking ambulance. He's had a stroke. Wow. My mum gets in the fucking... No, my nan's getting in the ambulance. My mum is saying, wait, wait, wait. She's giving me and my cousin, she gives us 100 quid. And I'm I'm 12. So 100 quid. 100 quid's a fucking lot. 12. She just gives me this money. She's just like... Because she was going to take me shopping, like toys, whatever, you know, at the time. She gives me this money. She's like, I'll phone you. You two stay here. Mm Mm-hmm. So we go straight, me and my cousin go straight to the fucking video shop over the road. We're renting out Beverly Hills Cop 2. We're renting out some couple of anime, some like fucking, like, we rent uh, Violence Cop. We were all this mad there shit. There it is. Yeah, Maniac Cop. There it is. We're renting out all this mad films. And then we order a pizza, and because it, it's like, at this time, it's like half 11. Pizza that turns up about quarter past 12. Eating pizza, watching these films, and we're eating sweets and drinking Cokes, right? He's only a couple of years old. He's like 15, right? Tons of sugar. Yeah. We're, we're just eating and watching stuff. It gets to like 8 o'clock at night and we get another pizza. <laughs> right? Fair. We've At this point, we've already rented two more movies as well because we've rinsed through them. We've spent like hours watching oh, yeah. these films. Yeah. Eat this food. And it gets to like quarter to 10 and the neighbor comes around. you got to come and stay with us tonight. Your mum's been on the phone. But she hasn't phoned us. Mum's been on the phone. Mm. Um, you got to come and stay at our house. Under the right switch here, she's going to phone in about 20 minutes. Come around. So, my mum phones. I'll speak to my mum. Mm-hmm. My cousin's mum's there. All my uncles and aunties are there. He's had a stroke. They tell, let us know what's going on. Like, what's going to happen with him? He's probably going to become a vegetable. So, it's, we don't know what's going to happen with him, right? Swede. Yeah. Basically, literally just like a couple of tomatoes growing in the patch, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we go to these people's house and they set up this bed. It's a, it's a double sofa bed. We're just sat in this fucking strange house I've never been in. I must have fallen asleep. Now I wake up 
And I remember seeing their alarm clock saying it was 12.25. And I feel like I'm going to puke. So I run out to their toilet and I spew puke everywhere. Mm. Just everywhere. Like all over the seat, everywhere. The woman, who, the neighbour comes out. She says, oh, no. I'll, I'll help. Get back into bed. Come on. Like that. And I remember getting into bed and hearing their house phone ringing. They take a phone call. They come up to us and they're like, you, you lads sleep. Uh, everyone's going to be back at your nan's house in the morning. I go to sleep. And then we get there and they tell us he died. And they say the exact same time that you I puke. saw the clock. Like I woke up puking. Mm. Was there some intrinsic part of me that picked up on a loved one fucking dying? To this day, like even when my ex, my nan died, my, my grandma's still alive. Even when my nan died, the morning before she died, I remember going to work because I was working with you at the time. And I said, my nan's with you. I said, she ain't going to last more than a couple of days we leave work and then i find out she's died and i'd sit there chatting to chris and uh, she ain't she ain't gonna be around much longer Mm. and then boom the day i'm saying that she's gone and i always wondered if there's part of that in the atmosphere that we pick up on you know you're close to someone tend you tend to have like sort of of like almost like six sense yeah like a connection that like informs you that they're no longer there yeah so Scotty's got a okay. So I, I messaged my missus because I know she's got a couple of weird. It's not like supernatural things. It's just weird shit that's happened to her. So she can't. Well, the thing she's terrified to look into mirrors in the dark. Yeah, she can't do it because it, it stems back to a point when she was little. She used to get up, sleepwalk, and her mum would always find her standing in the bathroom, looking into the mirror. Like she'd just be that is weird. Our eyes would be open. She'd just be looking into it, but she'd be asleep. Yeah, it happened for about a year or so. Yeah. So there's this random she like she had a she used to have this random thing that would happen where um, when she got her car, it happened on she says it happened on three occasions. So she, when she learned to drive, she got her driver's license and she got out with her mates. She had this random part. I swear she told me it was around like eleven o'clock. They'd be driving around and all of a sudden, um the radio for no reason would just turn to static like they'd be driving around listening to music and all of a sudden the radio would just turn to like static often. like a couple of times it happened just re-random and then she had three separate occasions where her car battery just died for 10 minutes and then after about 10 minutes she'd try it again and it would fire back up and it'd be gone but it was really it would just drop dead for no reason i am actually a massive skeptic but there's a part of me that when I hear these stories, when I hear these things, it goes, well, what did that then? Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Exactly that. I'd be exactly the same. Why why did your radio turn static? Where were you? Was there some sort of radio interference? You know, I've got like the... uh, little um, thing that plugs into the... uh, the, like Bluetooth radio that plugs into the... uh, What do you call it? The cigarette lighter. And you hook up your Bluetooth to that and it sends a signal to your radio and you play music through that. Well, radios and, and can that, sometimes that, be creepy as fuck. And that it. happens, like I'll drive past the van or a car sometimes and they'll have the same frequency. So I'll get their music for a second and they'll get mine. Yeah, but radios, weird things that. happen before. I, like, I remember we had a, um, we had this old shitty fucking radio. You know ones where the dial, you had to wheel it to get to the radio station? Oh, yeah. And me and my mates discovered we went right to the end, we could hear the police. Oh, yeah, on this radio right. we had. Yeah, so we'd right. tune it into the end, but you'd have to hold it. It's almost like you're trying to push it beyond its point yeah. and you could hear the police radios and stuff like that. And I remember one time 
because it was, it was at my house and we would do it. We would go, oh, we would get around and listen to it. We scrolled it to the end and it was picking up people talking in Chinese. And we shit, we were like, That's what weird. the fuck is this? And it was like singing. It was like, oh, I'm not going to do it because that could be seen. That's cancelable. Are you That's just funny. catching like Chinese karaoke night in some restaurants? Some there? shit, something. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. And it was just like weird. You can tell it, well, it could be Korean. It could be Japanese. Uh, Most has got one one more story. I, I remember this one because one of the first things you ever told, well, one of the first things, but one of the weirdest things she told me is um, they went for a bell, not, not the place that she's, well, her parents are at now, but the one they used to live at, and then Prim's estate, which is in the Vale. They, she went through, uh, they went for a weird bell where they installed a doorbell and the doorbell would go off on its own at certain times of the night. Just on its own, ding, like, ding, 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 you know, someone's like frantically pushing it. So they go check, no one's there, so they thought it was like kids on the estate being twats, like dying, you know, knock on runs and stuff like that. To the point where her dad got pissed off and he took it off, took the batteries out. Still went off at the same time. Still kept going off. Not even that you could hear the bell. It's literally so. It's like someone is still pushing it and it's still working, even though the batteries are out of the damn thing. There's a part of me that wonders if, rather than it being ghosts, is there like weird energies in the world? It's weird. A magnetic frequency, pull, electronic like pull around. But them. if someone is like, like in that fucking insidious, it's like you're doing it to yourself. Like you're such a believer that you're getting this shit. You're astro projecting. You're having this shit come to you. You're, you're summoning shit to you by the way that you believe. Without realizing it. Yeah, yeah, you don't realize it's you. You are inviting in weirdness. Yeah. How about you, Chris? You ever invited in weirdness? Um, only on a weekend. So, it's Chris, you got any other stories? Um, after my nan died, it took us quite a long time to scatter her ashes. Because um, my uncle, so her actual son, lived in Canada. He was in the forces, so couldn't always get the time to come over. Yeah. And it took about eight or nine years to actually get everyone together to do it. And got there, got down to the, the site we were going to do it. And it was calm, clear as day. Couldn't really ask for nicer weather to do it. And as he went to go and like open the urn and throw the ashes out, the wind picked up towards us. <laughs> like Big Lebowski. <laughs> Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was just kind of a moment of that's completely her fucking sense of humour to a T. Just kind of like one last. Of course. Of one course last laugh just one, to fuck people over. Here's us. my, here's my bird course. body in your face. So we, we had a similar thing with, um, with the actual funeral. Because my, my cousins were a lot younger at the time. We had one of those balloons where you write messages and attach them to them and let the balloon go. But we had we had one of those, and I think about eight of us had stuck our messages to this one massive like um, foil balloon, let it go, and it got stuck under a tree. <laughs> but it was at the point where none of us could reach it without uh, getting a ladder. So yeah. we're like, ah, oh, fuck it, fuck it, just leave it. Yeah, we're sending our balloon messages off to Nana, uh, and stuck. it gets stuck in a tree. Yeah. No. But the only other weird thing that I've had happen, uh, speaking of sleepwalking, if I hadn't seen it filmed by my stepdad, I wouldn't have believed him. When I used to sleepwalk, my, well, our dog, we used to have a boxer, and he was bought, we got him roughly about two or three months after I was born, and he lived up until about 16, so quite old for a boxer. 
That is old for a box. That's good. And when he'd, when I'd sleepwalk, if I walked into the lounge where like, his bed and everything was, he'd get up and walk around with me to make sure I didn't get myself into like, any shit. That's dog. That's dogs for you, man. When, once you're attached to them, they look after you. This, this is also the same dog that sat on my cat for eight hours, but dogs don't give a fuck about cats, man. Oh no, the cat didn't give a fuck about being there. Exactly. Dog sat on the cat. Alright. Cat's like, yeah, Keeping right. me warm. Off topic completely, but it was quite funny actually. He jumped up on the sofa, my cat was in the corner. Uh-huh. So as he jumped up and laid down, she just got squashed in between the cushions. <laughs> cat would love that. So they're like, where the fuck is the cat? Haven't, it's like, hasn't touched her food, hasn't come out to fucking say hi to anyone. This is when she was still quite young and playful, so it was yeah. like, you know. Unusual, maybe, unusual characteristics. So maybe, maybe she's like run off and gone, like, I don't know, found a bird or something. Then he gets up to go and have some like have some food and water, and the cat clambers out of the fucking like cushions, stretches, and just goes back to sleep. It's like, how long have you been there? Because the dog hasn't moved for like eight hours. Cat's giving no fuck. Well, the cat's probably warm. Cat right? gave no fucks. You, you get a cat when they find a warm patch in the sun. And it's oh. like they've got four hour window to lay in the warmth. They will just lay, oh, stretch yeah, out, absolutely. lay there and enjoy it. Fucking love cats, man. They're my favourite. Like, oh, my two, man. They're fucking nuts. What, why, why are we on a segue before we start talking more about Halloween shit? <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. I need, I need to mention this because something pissed me off today. And I almost got into an argument with a woman. And he hasn't got a radio show till Monday. So. No, I haven't got a radio show till Monday. <laughs> and this is too long to fit the radio show. So. I was in M&S today picking up booze. When I got to a till, there was a girl who was underage to serve me. So she had to ring the bell to get something to serve. Yeah, yeah, but next to her was a man who was about 70 years old working. He could have just gone, yeah. And he, he, he was frail. But this old man was frail. And the woman at the till was going, you didn't give me a receipt. Right? And I could see he was uncomfortable with the till. This old boy. This technology is difficult yeah. for someone of that age. And he went, oh, I need to type it in again. These are £5.38. I know how much these are. And she was young, this girl. She was about 28, right? But she was like fucking fully assertive, like, you need to give me my fucking receipt, motherfucker. So I'm trying to get my booze. fucking elders, you can't. I, yeah, I was, oh man, it was pissing me off. I'm getting more angry and angry. He gives her a change and she goes, right? Because I've bought 10 fucking cans of booze, right? This girl, who's like, she's like fucking scanning them all one by one after the guy had okayed it. Rather than going, he's bought 10 of the same thing, type in 10, boom, yeah. done. Scan it once and go 10. So I'm paying this girl, so I'm paying in cash as well. And this girl, Not this woman, enough. this woman comes back, right? And she goes, you shortchanged me by 2p. 2p? Yeah. I checked the receipt. You shortchanged me by 2p to this old boy. And he's like, uh, 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 uh. she butt in. He's already serving someone else, yeah. right? She's like, I want to fucking see a manager. I want to fucking speak to someone. You've shortchanged me. You were fucking useless. She's screaming at the guy. So I'm trying to get my stuff and I'm getting angrier and angrier. Listen to it. He's now whimpering the way he's talking. He's like, oh, I'm, I've only been here two days. I only started on Friday. Yeah. And she's like, I don't fucking care. And she starts going on about the patriarchy. She starts going on about old men like you held women like me down. And I just lost my temper. And I went, you fat cunt. It's like, I couldn't help myself. I, I didn't mean to say it. And this is why I'm getting off my chest now. I looked at her and you fat cunt. And she looked at me and she went, what? And I said, leave the poor cunt alone and fuck off. And then she was like, 
oh, you can't talk to me like this. I want to take pictures of you. And then she went, she got her phone out and just took it off her. Fuck off. Just fuck off. Turned her phone off and handed it back to her. And then I got my booze. And then the manager's coming and over. What's the problem? What's the problem? I said, she's abusing your staff, mate. And I walked out. And I was so angry. And this was only an hour before we met up. I had to sit downstairs and have a drink before we started. Because I was fucking fuming. I was furious. I was like, I'm lucky I didn't just chin her. She was fucking horrible. Absolutely horrible to this poor old This boy. is why I couldn't work in retail. God, no. No. Because you're not allowed to tell a customer they're a cunt. No. Nope. And most people that are most people that go into those places are cunts. But you guys know I I'll say if something's on my mind, I just fucking say oh, it yeah, in public play, yeah. no matter where yeah, I am, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. say yeah. So like I couldn't help myself. I was trying not to though. I was trying not to I was trying to get my booze and leave, but when she came back, I was like, you The fact that she came back because you were shortchanged by two by pence. Two fucking pee fuck it. Who it's the not worth it. Cares? If she was shortchanged by like fucking 15 quid, then by all means, come back and go, oh yeah, look, the numbers don't fucking add up here. But if someone goes, oh yeah, I'm 2p short. Oh well, it's fucking 2p. What's she, a penny pusher? But when he was serving her, she was saying it's £5.38. It's £5.38. Oh, so basically he charged her £5.40 and just didn't give her the fucking two pence. Yeah, because she paid off. in cash. And then she was like, where's my receipt? You can give me my fucking receipt. That's how she was Did with she it. say fucking receipt? Yeah, you can give me my fucking receipt? Where's my receipt? That, Don't give me a receipt. I need a receipt. A, that woman needs a cunt punch. Yeah. And I'll tell you what she looked like as well. She was short, stout. She had a brown little skirt on that went to her knees. Blue tights. She had that fucking big massive fringe. Like the big out the top puffy fringe. And her hair was just below her ears. But like a triangle. Like that fucking like like a bob. But like... like She's a, a female a, hipster. Yeah. Like a fucking arsehole. Thick frame glasses on. Big bright red lipstick. I knew she was trouble Fuck. as soon as I saw her. Like you fucking <laughs> hipster, fucking. You were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> she probably loves Taylor Swift as well. Oh, she loves it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she's probably into that. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, you cunt, you absolute cunt. And I couldn't help myself. And I looked at her and I was like, you fuck. <laughs> I, I lost my temper with her, and I was about to leave as well. I just got my bag when I when she come back, and I was like. You can't talk to this poor cunt, like this poor old man like that. The, the, he, he's going to lose his job. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he's new. He's saying to her, "I've only been here three days." You he doesn't understand the tip. He's about seventy. Fucking leave him alone. OAP, and you are trying to learn how to use tills today. Fair play. That's a fucking hard job. Yeah. When you don't understand, when you literally grew up, and there was no technology until twenty years ago, when you were fucking fifty. Fifty, yeah. That is a hard thing. I, it, was, it was upsetting me, and then it made me angry. Pisses me yeah, off. I like, hate people like that, man. Don't don't understand. People work in retail. They are serving you. They're doing you a service. They're not actually allowed to tell you to fuck off when, honestly, you need to fuck off. And, you know, there's a thing going on in the world right now. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's been a virus game. Um, do you know if you heard this? Oh, no, I don't, don't think I've heard uh, about no, it. No, heard about no, it. Yeah. I don't, so I don't recall it. There's been this virus going on, right? And it's caused a shortage of staff around the world. People aren't travelling. There's no no migration. It's been a oh, real problem. Oh, they mentioned it in the press that there aren't as many um, foreign labour at the minute to do the work for people oh, that, that yeah, over here that yeah. are too lazy to do it. Yeah, so basically, old cunts like this when he's in his 70s going back to work to earn a bit of extra cash for himself his wife's probably up, the, up dead or something I don't know and you fuck. get some entitled fucking millennial thinking that they know the thinking fucking thinking they can come in and fucking talk to him like shit and yeah. it was making me fucking angry and listen yeah. me and Scott are both millennials Chris probably is too you're on the borderline right you're uh, what's the born before, before 94 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Just about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you're, you're not a Gen Z. Gen Z are even worse. Mm. But millennials can she be. She probably was Gen Z. Bad. She might have been. Yeah. But fuck me, what a cunt! I couldn't believe it. There are literally some entitled fucking assholes who think that they are God's gift. God's, God's gift. And she was everything. like, if I was a man, you wouldn't treat me like this. And I was like, why are you No, no, if you were a man, this? no, the thing is, if you were a man, it probably would have lamped you because there's no problem with lamping another bloke. She was going to him, oh, she was like, like, if I was a man, you wouldn't shortchange me 2p. You wouldn't shortchange him by 2p. Fuck off. So we've been talking about horror stories, obviously, before I, I, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, I almost I did it on the last episode because I was thinking, like, this is pissing me off. No, nah, that's cool. Also, I want to include weird interactions with strange human beings because halloween isn't just well halloween is just about sam hain right that is actually what it's about Silent. yeah so but horror is also includes things other than just ghost stories and weird creepy motherfuckers that you may have met do are, are included in this story time today in terms of like creepy people just the general public they're all fucking weird but as in some guys that some people, not guys, but some people that actually just generally stand out. I've never met anybody. Like, I don't go out enough or isolate myself enough to be approached so by you, some random. You've like never... And, been... I and I don't think, like, I, in my current physical state, I don't think any some, I don't think any random is going to come up and stop. See, that's going to be weird with but, me. But Scott, see, right? I've always thought, I'm six foot tall. I'm a big fucking cunt. Yeah, but you've, had, you've had weird gingers trying to fuck you. I've had that a few times, yeah. Yeah. But, like, but I've also had weird... Cunts just come and talk to me on the tube. Of all the pricks on it, you've picked the biggest cunt on the fucking train to come and have a chat to. Yeah, see, if I if I'm ever in London, I'm with Amy. So one, I'm with someone, so they don't bother me. Although there was this one time on the way back from a gig, and um, we were opposite these two people. They were foreign, and they were eyeing us up the whole time. They were directly opposite. They were staring at us the whole time we were on the tube with them. And I was literally just thinking to myself, like, this cunt's going to follow us. They're going to kill us. You know, I, even if they come up to us and go, you know, want to swap? Like, game. But <laughs> he's down for it. But she's actually really hot. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hot as well. So, you know, fucking game. Fuck both. Fuck fuck. But, yeah, no, it's like, it was. It was, it was Listen, <laughs> the missus is going to stay in the other room, yeah, but I'm yeah, going to fuck I'll the pair of you guys. It'll be fun. But, you know, we'll, we'll do a fucking, we'll do, a, we'll do some sort of weird fucking uh, human centipede, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it, these people were literally just watching us the whole time, and they were. I heard them chatting, so they were foreign. So I, I I'm not sure what. I'm not sure. It might be an Austrian or German or you know somewhere around that area. And uh, yeah, it, that was about the closest thing I've ever had to like proper weird. Is literally that. I was like, we got off the train. They got off. No, sorry, they got off about a stop or so before us. So no problem. But it was just like that's <laughs> like these people are fucking gawking at us. I'm like, I didn't think anything of it, but at the same time, I'm just sitting there like. This fucker's eyeing me up the whole time. It's like he's like it's like the ginger guy that said Sam. He's either gonna kill me or he's gonna fuck me. I couldn't believe he said it to me. I was fucking dumbstruck. I was like, "Fuck, get the fuck out of here!" He, have you listened to? It was on the radio the, show, right? Thing with the with the ginger guy. I'm literally waiting at St Martin's. You know the church at St Martin's where the bus stop is. Yeah. I stood there leaning on the fucking rock, and this guy's walking on the opposite side of the road. Little fucking weird little skinny ginger bloke. He must have been about 18 years old, and he keeps looking over at me as he's walking up. Right? He's only walking about 20 yards. Yeah? yeah. He keeps stopping and he's like, whoa, whoa, like looking around like he's got a fucking, like, as it, and I notice him and I'm like, why is he fucking doing that? And I'm not looking at him. I'm looking up the road waiting for my bus, which is here in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Sometimes it comes early. It doesn't matter. 
he stops. Now he, he keeps doing it. So he he basically just keeps stopping, stopping, looking at me. How long are these intervals? Are they like a couple of seconds. A couple of seconds. So he, he literally walks a couple of feet, keeps noticing, like seeing that you're looking in his general direction. Yeah, and he's like looking around as if someone's behind him. He's getting really fidgety, and I know, but That's I notice weird. he's doing it. Right. That's weird in general. He then crosses the road, but he crosses the road and there's nowhere to walk because on that bit there's no road. There's, there, no, there's no pavement, right? Yeah, yeah. So then he's got to walk this bit. And he just stops and he stands with his hands on his hips and he just looks straight at me. <laughs> then he looks at the floor. Then he walks a little <laughs> bit closer and he went, I can't tell if you want to fuck me or if you want to fight me. You get the fuck out of here, you weird cunt. And he starts laughing to himself as None he's walking None of the above, fucker. He starts giggling and laughing to himself all smug-like as he's walking off. Yeah, he's probably walking and goes, you wanted to fuck me. I saw him again. <laughs> I, didn't me- I don't know if I mentioned it or not. I saw him again. I saw him walk down the pathway near my work. And he was looking through the fence at the kids, and I was like, "Weird, oh, oh, definitely yeah, yeah, a weird cunt." Oh, he's, he's a weird cunt. Yeah, he's he's. So where about you're in St Martin's, so and there's the kids' school, and yeah. then the lodge is next to it. Oh, and he God. was walking up that pathway there, and I saw him, and I was like, "This weird little motherfucker." I don't know what he's doing, staring at children for, but he's yeah. definitely something wrong with this cunt. He'll be in the paper soon, probably for sure. There's enough nonsense over here. They're getting nicked all the time. Yep, yeah. don't get enough time in prison. When I was going to the shop to grab my booze for tonight, walking in, some person in front of me being slow as fuck trying to walk through the door. Standard. It was like, for fuck's sake, there's not enough room to walk around you either, so I'm just going to wait. You've got to wait. Oh, God. But I walk, like, I'm waiting there, and you know the co-op's got, like, the the, um, the main doors and the, like, the sliding doors. We're talking in the market? The, yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting there. Like, for fuck's sake, hurry up. <laughs> and as I'm walking up, I hear someone walking behind me, and I, I assumed it was one of you two. All right. Like going to the shop they to give grab a little tickle on the butt cheeks. Well, no. I assumed it was one of you two going to grab booze before tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, I'm going to think nothing of it. Yeah. I was like, maybe it's just someone trying to fucking creep me out. But no. All I hear from behind me is just... It's like, what the fuck? It's like you when we do an episode. Yeah, it's like if, you, if, you, if, if Sam didn't cut out half of your audio, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> But worse. If I didn't do any editing, maybe I won't on this episode now for a point. I ain't going to edit Chris's mouth breathing. <laughs> hey, it's not as bad as Grant's. No, but Grant was more like... <sighs> Seen him, actually, when Amy was dropping me off, walking up with his uh, midget girlfriend. Yep. And, uh, but no, I didn't... I was thinking, it's the first time... Sorry to go off track, but it's literally the first time I've seen her. Because oh, right. I've, I've, I've never oh, seen her before. You weren't at the party. You weren't at... Um... Uh, well, no, I was, yep. but I... After they'd left. Chris's birthday, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they'd already gone by. Oh, no, Grant was there, but they were literally leaving as I got there. Yeah. because We they, had they enough time to get that photo. But Just, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember seeing it. I don't but remember. then Jake had already fucked off by that. Yeah, point. I don't remember. I wanted to get one with all of us in, and Jake had already yeah. gone. That's literally the past two times I've turned up to a party at the Golden Lion, and Jake's gone before I've gotten... But no, um, yeah, I realise how short she's got. Yes, slightly off topic, but yeah, Grant's... Uh, the slug's girlfriend is a midget. Speaking of slugs, they're a bit creepy. Let's get back on topic. That was a good segue. <laughs> segue! That was one. Genius. Segue. No, I, fu- I fucking turn, assuming it's going to be someone that I fucking know. But it's just some random. No, it's just a six foot fucking black dude just behind me. Like, <laughs> like once I'd walked into the co-op, he fucked off the other way and I was like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> you sure got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> got to put it to good use. Yeah, you're he's going he's look. looking at you going, hey, and you're like, what? And you're like, get on my body. You're what gonna do you mean, look get on so, your body? You're gonna get look, on my body. You're going to look so good sucking my dick with no fucking teeth. Hey, lobster eyes, get on my body. <laughs> lobster eyes. 
Lobster eyes is just a reference to when Chris gets pissed because he's got dark eyes. <laughs> I that just his pupils the, dilate. I just the zone and he looks like he's got black eyes. <laughs> oh man, demon eyes. That and I tend to fucking zone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> okay, so I got. Okay, I'm just gonna try, try and jump back on topic after about 20 minutes of what the fuck. We were actually pretty drunk at this point too. Oh yeah, we you know we, we're. What am I? I'm I'm nine pints deep. You're into the gin. So are you? Yep. So this com this story comes from a friend of a friend. Mm. I don't, I've never met, no offense, I've never met this girl. Her name is um, Beth Corbin, local girl. So I reached out and I got uh, I got put in touch with Beth. So she sent me like she lived in a house. Um, that was built in the 1800s. So I'll start off with the creepy house that we lived in. The name of it is Rochester Grange, and it is located in Les Effards Roads. It was built in the 1800s. My parents brought the house with the plan to renovate part of it, but leave the other side in its original form. When we first moved in, I don't recall any problems at first, but things quickly changed. I must have been around seven years old at the time. I have a brother and sister who also live there. My sister would have been around 18, and my brother would have been about 13 or 14. My brother and I were on were in the untouched part of the house along with my parents and my sister was downstairs in the new part. She never experienced anything strange on her part of the house. I don't know exactly when, but a few months into living there, my brother started to tell us that something was whispering to him at night and saying his name. He was a t- he was a teenager. My parents thought it was um it was total BS. But he ended up never wanting to spend time in that room. This name. Yeah. Someone whispering. It's obviously a fucking thing. We might look this up on another episode and go, how common is this? It's very common. It must you, be. A lot of the horror stories or like ghost stories I listen to. Oh, you love that. Yeah, you were that's, that's, that, why, yeah. That's, my, that's my shit. So it's always a case of spirits seem to learn your name and they will exploit the idea of like using your name to gain their gain attention. So she carries on. She goes... So, uh, was it? Yeah. He ended up never wanting to spend any time in his room. And he asked to sleep downstairs, which struck my parents as odd. Teenage boy not spending time in his room. Do you know, that is not common. Especially at 13, 14 years exactly. old. You are yeah, literally just getting used going, to that. You're going, no one else yeah. is allowed in the room. Locking the door. Yeah. Babe station's going Why on. does it smell salty in here? Why is that sock crusty? Why are all these white stains on your sheets? Sorry, Beth. Anyway, because <laughs> I'm going to send her this episode when we're done. Brilliant. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> She goes, a little while after this, I'll never forget uh, when I woke up in my bed and looked out the door to see somebody hanging outside on, in the corridor. Not the brother. No, just a shadow literally oh, hanging. I mean, hanging from the Literally city. hanging. Oh, fuck that. In the corridor. I screamed and my parents came running. But of course, the figure had now vanished. I saw this figure a few times whilst I was there and each time I would, cre- I would scry and cream. Cream? cream? Sorry. Oh, cream. We talked about the brother. No, not cream at all. <laughs> we talked about the brother bashing Sorry. one. Now, now she's bashing one. Sorry. I, I was having a cream I looking at this whole new kind of porn. Was, Someone was watching me through the doorway and I was creaming myself. Sorry, Beth. I would scream and cry and my parents would never see it. But they would, they would soon realise something wasn't right. My mom was a stay-at-home parent and was scared to be in the house on her own during the day, but things seemed to just fly off the shelves on their own. I'd be out there. Yeah. Anyway, my room had two doors at the back. They always stayed locked, and my parents had hidden the key in their room. 
They hadn't told me or any of my siblings where the keys were. I slept walked often as a child, so my parents weren't too freaked until one night they found me at the two doors in my bedroom with the keys unlocked. Like the doors were unlocked and she was ready like uh, she sent me a picture of it. Literally, it's one of those weird buildings where like the door just goes into nothing. Like it opens up into the open air. Like there was obviously something uh, a staircase or something originally, originally there. there that's but it's they kept the door. So if you open it up, you are literally just going into into open air until you hit the ground. And they found her there, sleepwalking with the doors unlocked, ready for her to go out. And who had the keys for it? Like obviously, the well, they were they were in the would they, lock it and leave it somewhere else, right? Yeah, they were. No, they said the, the the keys were hidden in her parents' room, in her parents' bedroom. And she was seven years old. That's fucked up because the kid wouldn't know where they were there. And exactly. even sleepwalking, you ain't gonna go. Yeah, she keys. sleepwalks, but yeah, she literally they found her at her at these two doors open up she goes uh, so yeah she goes the doors led nowhere except for a two-story drop onto the gravel and they were left barrel baffled and extremely worried i didn't recall any of this in the morning and to this day i still don't know where i had gotten the keys from i had also i was also getting extremely aggressive during these sleepwalks i'm very calm relatively quiet person so this is also surprising to my parents we had a few other weird things happen, like hearing footsteps on the gravel outside the house, and more unusually, the sound of horse hooves, which would usually result in my dad looking around the garden for an intruder on a, on a few occasions and finding nothing. Also, could be a coincidence, but my entire family, except my sister, all got really sick while living in that house. My dad had always been a healthy, had always been healthy, ended up having a heart attack and falling down the stairs and nearly died. Like I said, could be a coincidence, but we were all so freaked out by this point that we feel like something wasn't right there and something wanted us out. We moved out quickly and ever since, I believe the house has had four or five different families move in and move out, move out again very quickly. One boy I knew lived there after us and said they experienced similar things and his parents were spooked. Not sure they were there for even a year. Overall, a very odd house. It's weird you mention that because on the last Halloween episode we did, I talked about the first place I lived in Guernsey. Yeah, that's right. Um, down by, um, yeah. So that was 2012, December 2012 I moved in. So December of next year, I've been here 10 years. In that time, we lived there for two years as well with the weird shit going on. Yeah. Since we've left. That's with the TV coming on and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Since we've left, there's been eight people moving in and out of that place. Again. So like Pretty much one a year. Out, Pretty much out. one a year. Yeah, almost one a year since we've gone there. Right now, it's being advertised again to, to rent and they've lowered the rent to a grand. So, so a one bedroom flat in town, they've lowered it to a grand, well, about three weeks ago. I think it's been taken up now. You cannot rent anywhere on this island for a grand. Not a two-bedroom place, anyway. Pe- well, no, one bedroom. Oh, but, one bedroom. Well, but, yeah, you probably could. Yeah, but in town. Not with that view. Not with that view in town. No. And the thing it. is, every eight, nine months, this place is up to rent again. And I can believe this, people coming in and out, like people, houses, people move into houses and leave. I've heard this multiple times. In fact, it's actually not uncommon for haunted houses for people to fuck off after a year and sell it and get out of there and the weird thing with Guernsey is there is 
a weird history to this island. It's on one of the ley lines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's all these like old folk stories that still luckily exist. Catholicism and Christianity didn't kill. Paganism is still practiced over here. Yeah. Like it, we, we still kind of know what well, the local, yeah. Local religious yeah. like paganism is still. We still know what here. the indigenous people of this island, the fairy circle thing, all that well, stuff. That's close to the France. Stones. I imagine it would have been it would have been the pagan gods of, of the French and that. Yeah. Unlike in the UK, where the Christians literally destroyed ninety five percent of all original UK religions. The thing with Guernsey is there is a lot of folklore here. Werewolves is a huge thing here. If you go and look that up, and witches, and witches, right? That's a huge thing here. Yeah, the black um, dogs. The black dogs. Yeah. That, um out uh, in St. Saviour's. The weird footprints in stone dotted about all over the place. The fairy circle. Fairy circles, yeah. Um, loads of dolomains here as well. The fucking, yeah. yeah, loads of that stuff here. So, like, Guernsey's full of it. There's tons of local folklore with that sort of shit. Um, down the track, on the field, on the football field, there is um, there's a story of a horse and car, a horse and carriage that would patrol around the field as if someone is going on a like a I don't know literally just someone in the carriage just going around the field like prancing around the field uh, in high parishes there's a funeral procession that meant to be everybody's headless I've heard this about six times it's like it's in Saviors someone the road one of the one of the lanes in St. Saviors and you'll hear the you'll hear the uh, you'll hear the clank of the um, of the horses and there's literally a funeral procession walk going down the road, and everybody's headless. There's little random ones like I remember. I used to have this book, which was folklore of Guernsey, which told you all the like the fairy tale stuff and like the mermaids and the fairy ring and the story of like the the story of the fairy ring and um, uh, Letrapede uh, Dolmen out by Leo Island and stuff like that. Yeah, there's, there's tons of shit. I mean, there's like um, down at Bobigny. In in that book, there's the the ghost that was down there. Some bike was on his motorcycle, and this is when it used to be a two way. And he was going down there, and it's a foggy night, and he's driving down there, and uh, it's just this bloke just standing in the middle of the road. So he stops a little ways away, kind of gets. I was like, "You're right, bud." Walks off, walks over to the guy, and as he gets to him, disappears. Just literally vanishes into the fog. But surely you guys have both seen something where you've looked and there's a person there and you've looked and they're gone. No, I've never had that. I've had that a few times. No, don't tend to go running around in the fog. Well, on, no, the last, on the last episode, did I tell the story about the guy with a kid in his bedroom? I probably did. I think you did. I worked at ITV and he ended up being yeah. signed off for Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I was yeah. freaky as fuck. Yeah. Right, okay. So I got... Um, Beth sent me a couple of... Uh, another one. She um, fucked around with uh, the tarot cards. She goes, the tarot cards isn't such an exciting story, uh, exciting story, but uh, definitely think there's something in them. Got really into doing them about eight or nine years ago. A lot of what I was shown happened. I knew my sister was pregnant without her even telling anyone, etc. But I got pretty obsessed with them, and then weird stuff started happening. I remember being late at night and hearing my mum typing on the computer next door really quickly. So I was like, what the fuck? It's 2am. So I went next door and no one was there, but the keyboard kept typing. That's when I threw them out. I also could feel something touching my leg when I was in bed. Nothing major, but enough to be like, nope. 
My family has loads of creepy stories, though. Back in the day, they used to play uh, play the Ouija board for fun. Yep, my granddad kept budgies and would use it to find out if they could if they would win the show. But then weird stuff started happening in their house, which was um, which was down by the round chimney. Because my dad came home from school one day and shouted to his mum, "Hello." And a man's voice said hello. There was no one there, and also my gran lived next to this lady who committed suicide. One day, she was hanging her washing on the line outside and had this feeling that someone was watching her. So she looked around and assumed it was the workman at the greenhouse. And as she looked up, she saw that lady staring at her in the window. Without even thinking, she waved at her. And this lady just kept staring out the window. And then it clicked It clicked with my gran. She's dead. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's a good one, actually. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty fucked. Can you imagine that? Just like, I'm just hanging my washing willy-nilly. Oh, hello, Mrs. Oh, hang on. No, she's dead. I kind of like those, kind, those sort of stories more where you think everything's completely normal and then the penny drops. Yeah, the penny drops after you've They're thought like, about it. Oh, like, wait a minute. Hang on. So none of you have ever seen a cryptid or anything that's unexplained? Aliens, nothing like that? I think we're in the wrong place for that. Well, you had an alien sighting here where like 120 people on a plane saw a tic-tac in the sky. Over here? Over here. When yeah. was that? It was, a, it was a plane flying from Guernsey to Jersey and every single person on it saw a fucking tic-tac. This might have been in 2014, something like that. I, I don't remember, never remember, I hearing, remember about hearing about it and I'd only really been here a little bit and I was like, oh, fuck. That's I don't bad. remember hearing about that at all. So I've got two stories like that. One was I was drunk, so <laughs> that's automatic credibility gone pinch, out the window. Pinch of salt. But I was with a few of my friends, and I remember we we had to walk through this long ass park back home. This park there'd been some rapes and some crime in it. It was it was not, not Southampton, is it? Rape out rape park. No, it it was not the best place to walk through. I had an issue of maybe like two or three rapes that happened in this park. And me and my mates were walking through it late one night. We got to the end of the park, like towards the entrance. And there was a house on the corner that was detached from the rest of the street. So this park led into a street. And we got to the detached thing and we heard this like, boom, 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 boom. Like, like, like as if someone's smashing up wood. We all stopped going, what the fuck is that? And it's coming from this house. Now, I used to live on this road. It's called Sparrows Lane. It's in New Elton. I knew that the person who owned that house had a pub in Enfield. And I knew that most, like, maybe 90% of the time they were never in their house because they run a pub. Yeah. And they would just come back here maybe every other weekend or whatever. It was a Saturday night and I'm looking and I could see the curtains were still open upstairs, black. So I knew they're not in. And I said, I think someone's breaking into this fucking house. So me and my mates cross the road towards the house. And we're just looking at the fence. And the cat goes, Meow! some cat just sprints out in front of us. That's scared the shit out of you. And we were like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, legging it, legging it. We start walking. And we hear this, like, hur, hur, hur sound, right? And I make that sound because what I saw and what my mate saw, that sound made sense to. We turn around, and I swear to this day, a monkey ran across the street. A monkey? Like, it's about, it was about... Four and a half foot tall, little fucking hairy thing, went across the street, 
Like, away from us, across the fucking street. Not a young gorilla or nothing like that. Like, like something, right? I don't know. And I was like, but a monkey makes no sense. What the fuck did we see? And no then zoos mom, around the area? Nothing. Nothing at all, right? There's zero reason for something like that to be there. And my mate was convinced we saw something that wasn't natural. A cryptid. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck was that? And... The only thing we could come up with. How did it? Was it? Was it on like all fours? All fours. Like literally, like. But a, not like, knuckle down. It was like like um how a dog runs, right? Like running like that, but it was larger, and it was round, more like a bear, but too skinny to be a bear, and it ran across the fucking street, and we legged it when we said, "What the fuck is that?" Like we just fucking ran. Sure, it was away. a Malamute. A Malamute. It's a What's dog. That? It's a dog. It's could be, it could have been an Alaska Malamute because um, uh, Amy's cousin's got two, and Suka's like a bit. Uh, uh, he's, he's like he's like a small bear. It could have easily been a dog of some sort. And he's got a, he's got a very deep sort of like. Yeah, of that's like, where it's more like it's more like. Yeah, so it could have been a Malamute. Like, and and like we we house. ran off, we shit ourselves on that road. You, you would at that time of yeah. night. You'd be like, "Fuck this!" And we out. were we were fucking hammered as well. It's like three in the morning. We yeah. were fucking hammered. What's that, Viney? Fuck this shit, I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, it was like that. And then um, same thing on that road. That same bit as you walk out the park. It was really fucking foggy. It was about four in the morning. The reason I used to walk that distance is my mate David, right? His mum used to fuck off to Cancun every year for about a month and a half. So we would fuck off to his house and get hammered when we were like yeah, 16, buddy. 17. Parties every night. I'd sleep at his house for days, right? My mum would be like, where the fuck are you? And I'd Dave. finish I'd finish school. Do you know what I mean? I'm 16, yeah. I finished school, we go there. We'd have parties every night, birds round, all sorts of shit. Just always always fucking causing chaos. Game on, game on. But I always I, some but often the three of us that lived where I lived, that was the way home. It was like a mile and a half through this park back to my house. So we'd always walk back that way. But another time we walked through, it was really fucking foggy. And we were like, why is there a guy crouching behind a car? Oh, you could literally see, see someone crouching behind a car. So we crossed the road away from the car. He's like, is he robbing it or something? We, we're, or is he waiting for yeah, someone? He's doing something. We walk up and then we can see him. He's literally just crouched next to this car, this guy. And then we walk a little bit further and we look round and we can't see him. So we carry on walking and we can hear this footsteps running away. We turn around, it's foggy, we can't see anything. Then we hear a scream of a woman. So we run back towards it and as we get back this old man's coming out of his house he's like did you hear that we're like yeah it's a scream not enough for him to hear inside yeah and he so he he woke up and he was like let me get my dog so he goes in his house and gets his doberman out and this guy he was called dave as well this guy and he got he he, he breeded dobermans right and the dog it broke the chain he was barking he was going berserk it was. He had two dogs. Well, right? like in attack mode and or he, to get away. In attack mode, it was going fucking mental. And then it ran to the spot where we saw someone crouching behind the car, biting no at the tires. No it was going mental. It was going mental. There's no one there. And then we we hung around for a bit. And he was like, "Where did that scream come from?" And he was like, "Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Come on, boy." The dog was called Bear. Come on, Bear. And he was not come ca- on, Bear. Not Camembert. That's that's how you get a bear out of a cave. Camembert. Camembert. What cheese do you use? Camembert. Um, he was like, I'm just going to have a look up because further on was the pathway through the park. Right. So he's like, led the dog to the park. We got up there. We're standing with him. And the dog just sprinted. Just went. Went. We're chasing after the dog. We're calling out to it. 
Can't find the fucking dog. Never found his dog again. Never again? Never found his dog again. It was gone. Forever. The fuck? And he bred dogs. It was his stud. The stud fucking... Yeah. Yeah. His prize fucking... And the reason he left the other one inside... His the, the woman was pregnant. Never found the dog again. What the fuck? It was weird as fuck. And I, st- and I remember it to this day. I was like, what a weird bunch of circumstances. And my mate, Dead Dean, we used to call him because he never used to speak. <laughs> Dead Dean. Dead Dean, right? Yeah, because oh, he didn't, he didn't talk. He used to sit there in silence all the time. He turned and went, I think someone stabbed it. That was his... He just said that? Yeah, he just went, I think someone stabbed the dog. Can't and that's why he can't find it. He said, I think someone was attacking a woman, the person we saw crouching, and the dog went after it. Got he, him. He might have been armed, stabbed it, and dragged it off somewhere. Just hit it. Yeah. And that's why we never found it. Poor, a Doberman as well. Yeah. Those are fucking big. Brutes. Fucking, I'd run from those. Do- well, no, you ain't even running from it because they're fast as fuck as well. Yeah, and they're vicious as fuck as well. This yeah. guy, this guy used Lovely to always. Dogs, though, and you get them on a good side. Though. He, when you used to see him walking him, this guy Dave, he was like, oh, he was a bit retarded, right? Um, he had an accident, but when you would see him walking him in the day, they were always muzzled up, because he said, if I ever lose control of them, can't they will. They, They'll clamp down. They, if someone gets in their way or they think I'm under attack because he was vulnerable, he was always worried. Because when the dog come out, we were shitting ourselves thinking he ain't got a muzzle on the fucking dog. Yeah. Like, but the dog was fine because they... He was with him. He, they were with him and yeah. he saw us being fine with us. And when it ran off into the fog, never saw the fucking thing again. Wow. It was fucking bizarre as hell. That is very, very bizarre. But it was the same area where we saw the monkey or whatever the fuck it was we saw. Like, really weird. And I've seen things in London in the past... I've seen things where I've come out in the morning at ITV, which was in Waterloo. And I think I've said this on air before. There was a guy who was like an Arab and he was walking a lynx on the chain. Yeah. A lynx. I think you told me I'm that. thinking, what the fuck is this arsehole doing? This thing is hissing at people going mental. And he can he was like skinny little black, trying to hold on to it. And I was like, that thing will rip people apart. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So like sometimes people do have weird pets and stuff. But it's like a monkey really I don't want to fight a monkey them things are horrible oh they're fucking brutal they're, horrible they're, they're ripping to pieces yeah. they're strong as fuck so that's why I brought up cryptids because I knew I had that one story yeah we're in, we're in over here especially we're in a very sort of like secluded place where you don't even if, if, there's, if there's a cryptid someone's going to have found it by now yeah <laughs> we're such a small place it's not like you can go it won't stay hidden for long you got yeah. a lot of sea stories over here, like weird shit in the sea. Oh, it? mate. I mean, there's, there's, there's tales of like... Um, well, mermaids, obviously, is a big Mermaids one. at Petit Bow, where a sailor had um, encountered a, pet, uh, a mermaid at Petit Bow. And uh, he couldn't get it out of his head, fell in love. And he literally just went out and drowned. Because he wanted to be with the mermaid, because he'd seen her out there. It's and these stories are old. They're not. I'm not talking like. Oh, they're like 1800s. Yeah, like old yeah they're really old. They're, they're, they're proper sailor stories. Yeah, you know, it's like the story. Well, you had pirates here too for a long time as well. Mate, I was out. Um, I think I talk, might have told you uh, uh, for my work do. We kayaked from Havlet to Fermain Bay, so we went around that part of the coast, like kayaking out in the in the ocean. It was fucking amazing. I've never done it before, and I. Love it. I'd love it. That would mean because Tian used to do it when he was a kid, right? Kayaking. Tien yeah, you I used to do with Amy. Amy was like, Oh, right, yeah, because he keeps talking about it, and I'm like, I, I'm down. Let yeah. me know. We'll do it. We'll rent some. Amy, we'll go as a group. We'll yeah. go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more I'm than down. happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm more than down. Like, so we went around there and we found, me and Kev, uh, we saw like an archway with bricks. Like, literally, like someone had made this archway and stabilized it by putting bricks to like make an actual archway. 
and then up slightly above it was a little room and I said to him and Kev we went over there to have a look because the tide was high enough that we could get close enough to have a look and uh, my workmate Kev went up and I was like what's in there and he goes there's a fire pit literally there's literally a hollow out for a fire pit and I recently built or no 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 this is old this is this is this is old it's literally it's old brick you know it's 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 been there for a long time red brick yeah it's it's red brick it's old like in the actual tunnel like where the big opening is the the roots of the trees have come through and taken over but i said to him i was like what i reckon that is is back in the old days when they used to smuggle shit in the way they would have done is they would have boated in on their on on a small boat into this cavern gone up lit a fire and the light would have told anybody coming in that's where they were looking for supplies yeah yeah. that's where they would have been to collect their supplies they go there but there's a you know um it's in town you know past havlet past the um the gunnery on the top of this cow's horn there's that beach is closed yes yeah we 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 sell we 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 kite past that i was hiking up there with a mate of mine and um we went down there. You get to the bottom. At the steps end, and you've got to hop down rocks to get onto this platform. Mm-hmm. You can literally see the indentations of where hundreds of people ferrying shit off this rock in and out. Grooves in the floor. Yeah, it's moulded out. Yeah, and you, you can literally see that's what they were up to. They were just smuggling shit there. Yeah. And we got down there, and it's like rocks might form rocks like this. And that's what it's like there. There's a little cove there. And you can see someone's, not cement, but someone's bricked out an area on the edge of it where they can pull up an anchor. That's what they've done. The same yeah. thing with a little boat and they've been able to tie it off in that. Yeah. And it's, Smuggling it, history of Guernsey is massive. Yeah. Like um, we did a ghost tour for someone's birthday but there was a, on the ghost tours over here, we did one at Castle Cornet. Yeah, no, yeah, Henry ones. Yeah. We did one at Castle Cornet for a friend's birthday. On the side of the castle, there's a random burial site they found. When they oh, were really? digging it out. Right. And they have no idea where they came from, but it was a... The only thing they found of it... Before was like the castle or, or after? The castle's been there a very long time. Like, we're talking about 12th century. The only thing they can find in it, like they have records of, is a gold coin, which was filed off to be pointed, and it was where it would have been in the body, would have been in, in their intestines. So they went, was this person made to swallow a coin as a punishment and then buried when they died? Maybe. But then also coins have a lot of history with paying the ferryman. And, True. And and not just, not just you know, the, the typical river sticks. Loads of different types of religions of have religions the ferryman. Yeah, keep the ferryman as their, uh, their way of transport. Especially if it goes in the mouth. You hear about on the eyes or in the mouth, a coin in the on mouth, the a coin on the tongue, yeah, or in the over the eyes, a coin over each eye, yeah. is something that is well known. So I, that is literally how I'm going to go. Not, not I want to tell these historians they're wrong about they must have been put in their stomach, but I'd imagine it was in their mouth and they buried them and it's just ended up in their stomach. Probably swallow it as a reflex. If they're dead, if they're dead, they're rotting, they're moving around, corpses are moving around and shit. All sorts of stuff. And when you're dead, your body still grows a little bit and moves about. Something could shift. Hair grows. All sorts of stuff happens. He's, there's this, I'm, I'm gutted I lost the book. There used to be like... There's a book now called Guernsey Folklore. And it had so much Orange shit. and black. Huh? Orange and black? No, it was orange. Just orange, I think. With, well, black writing with, with uh, an orange cover. 
had it years ago. And it, it must have. It's, I've been given about six of the bloody things, so I, I might. This one's quite I an old. This them. one's an old book because it's it, it, a lot of the stories were old when they was even put like the story of the fairy circle with um like the original like the story of the fairies and stuff like that and why it's there stuff like that is in that but book the, the, the one I, I remember the most out of the stuff i read here was the one about where, werewolves raping women never heard like, that i don't know anything I, about I, werewolves i've got the here. book i'll have to dig it out and give it to yeah, you yeah yeah please I'm but basically the story is this these women were getting raped and attacked at night by werewolves that's how they were wording it right these howling werewolves just hairy versions of me but eventually, the story turned out was it was basically like berserkers. It was like these men Vikings. that were wearing well, like a berserker, right? There was these men that were wearing fucking wolf skin and fur that were getting heavily fucking drunk, howling fucking drink back then had psychedelic properties to it because it was fermented and all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. And then these guys were fucking wearing this stuff and drinking this ritual wine and whatever, and then going raping. They were going, they were going berserk and going beating people up and raping. Really? And it was like a gang, and they all got executed when they found out what had happened here. And that was the story mm-hmm. I read. History's about. first furries. They were furries. <laughs> yeah, furries are a bit rapey as the well. Th- I, don't the thing trust is, them. I mean, there's no history that I'm aware of, including of you, Vikings. Oh, yeah, not rapey. Vikings coming to Guernsey. But if they made it to Gaul, they must have come here. But they, must it, have, they must have come here. But then it was only in um, since I've lived here that they discovered all the Roman stuff in Alderney. Uh, yeah. And they never saw it there before. There is probably a lot of history on the island that hasn't been found yet. But that, that's like that with history, full stop, right? Like, I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books about alternative history or history that people don't want to admit and don't want to talk about. For years, I have known through these writings that people have lived in the United States and the Americas before they said that people traveled across. Well, there's obviously there's evidence. Yeah, there's evidence to show like a few weeks ago, Vikings. A few weeks ago, they found old sand footprints that have turned to stone that predate any known man existing in America. And I'm like, but this is. There are scientists telling you this for years. years. Indians have been there for as long as they can comprehend it. Exactly. And they're they're proven that adventure. They They found Viking runes embedded in stone. Viking. They found Roman there. They found all sorts of shit. The statues of the Olomecs, right? So they're in South America. The statues of the Olomecs. So Africans have made them, have found themselves there. We're talking about, they're just heads. They're called Olomec heads. Same shaped eyes, same shaped foreheads in South America. Well, according to history, black people have never been there. Okay. Well, they fucking must have been. There's statues of them there. Fucking everybody's been there, but this because it's because Columbus and that were the first people to actually record it down on parchment to say they fucking been there. Yeah. But it's like the Amazon has been terraformed. Do you hear about that? No, I haven't. In the Amazon, I'll just say this before we move on to the other stuff. The Amazon uh, rainforest, when they went there and they started looking at patches of the Amazon, it had, it had been smoldered down. Right. So the ground isn't a forest fire burn. It's a literal like burn to smolder slowly to fertilize. Yeah. That's what the ground is. Before this forest was here... To, Someone did this on purpose to make a forest, to make a fucking well, or to make agricultural land, which yeah. has now become a forest. Which they understood how to make it. 
it's the same as with the stories of Columbus and the stories of Europeans. When they arrived in South America, they were like, our gods are back. Our white gods are back. Our blonde-haired gods are back. People because that have been that, put down in history. In their, in their own history, people that taught them how to make fire, people that taught them how to build, were white people with blonde hair. So when the Spanish turned up, they the went... The Germans. They went, they finally fucking returned. America's one of these places where they go, no, what happened was it froze over the sea and they all trekked across from Russia to America. Asians. Not impossible, but... And, and that is how people got there. This is the established... 10,000 years ago, this is what happened. But now they're finding stuff that goes... Might have happened way before that because these footsteps are 20,000. Religious people would disagree. The weird thing with this stuff is, and that religion... And the reason why we might talk about that in terms of like folklore and history and stuff like that is... The truth of the matter is... There are some very key guidelines in the Bible. Don't rape, don't murder, don't this. Don't be a that, cunt. That are actually part of the Western core belief system. And without that religion, they may not have got woven into our society because that religion was the one originally telling us, don't be a cunt. That's got Man, I could dive into certain religions and their fucking beliefs. I'm not <laughs> going to do it because I'm just, it's not worth it. Not on this episode. Not on this episode. Maybe on another episode. We were going too long. Yeah, well, for anything, but you know. Sorry we've divulged. We've literally gone off topic of hauntings and gone into more political matters. But, you know, it is what it is. It does happen. But then it kind of intersects. Like, the idea that if you if you look at something like the Bible, they would tell you ghosts don't really exist. But yet... Zombies same, do because Jesus rose from the dead three days after he but died. But yet, at the same time, you have wings of... You have wings of the church, and their job is to exercise places yes they actually so, have people with that the world, you, listen, you listen to you listen to you listen to or read anything that the warrens did they literally brought people in from the catholic church for exorcisms so to say that they don't believe in demons well i met an exorcist i met someone whose job that is yeah. he was a pastor at itv when everyone was getting laid so off pastor was he Spaghetti sauce, yeah. Oh, pasta sauce. Was sauce. Yeah, yeah, sauce. Yeah. He was a pasta sauce. That's the oh. sauce. Yeah. A pellet. <laughs> was he slightly? He was arabiata. Was he a bit? Was he a bit yeah. cheesy? He was quite young, and um, <laughs> soft he, pasta. Well, quite young for a priest. <laughs> but ITV said, "We know we've laid off a lot of staff." And this was their answer, and uh, we've got a counselor available for you, or a pasta. And everybody always go for the pasta with a bit oh, of cheese and some I was fish. like, fuck it, how about pizza? We got some, some bacon in there. Yeah. So this guy came in, and he must have been about 35. And he took one look at me and was like, you need Jesus, my son. And I was like, the geezer from fucking Big Lebowski. I definitely don't need that fucking eight-year-old <laughs> dude. Come on, <laughs> right? And I'm arguing with him, but he's given as good as he can get. Yeah, he's, got, he's given as good as he can get. He's, he's actually a bit of a wind-up because he was about 35 and I was 20 or something at the time. Yeah. He's into his bants. He's all right. He was giving some bants. Good. But then I ended up one day in the canteen and he said, no one's fucking coming and talking to me. He's like, opened up. He said, they've they've brought me in. The church has brought me in because we've given you a counsellor. The guy who's a Muslim, Leroy, he asked for a fucking... Fucking Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. He was a Muslim and his name was Leroy. Fuck off. Big, story big, bullshit. Big black guy. He converted... <laughs> Oh when, my god! When I start when I started work at ITV, Leroy had dreadlocks, <laughs> and he was a Rastafarian. Leroy, honestly, dreads. when I started working there, his name was Leroy. He had he, Leroy Paul was his name. Leroy Paul was he? Yeah, didn't Paul. even have a surname. He just had a middle name. No, it's just Leroy Paul. Fuck off! And um, 
he was a Rastafarian, but then as time went on, he converted to Islam. He used to wear a little cap and everything. Like, and <laughs> did he change his name? He did. Yeah. What did he change his name to? Mustafa. Mustafa. But he kept Paul though. Mustafa was he, Paul. Was he, was he a big fan of Star Wars? He must have been. Mustafa <laughs> Paul, right? That's what he changed his name to. <laughs> did he have the high ground? <laughs> The thing is, when I started work there, I was working with his son, and his son was like, my dad's lost it. Yeah, his son had all the dreadlocks and that as well. And he was like, we grew up, they, they were Jamaican, they had the accent. He's like, we grew up to be really, fucking Rastafarian. Really loved episode three, apparently. But I remember... <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> I have the high ground, Anakin. Don't be, don't be stupid. <laughs> See, to me, Mustafa just means Mustafa Mond from fucking um, Brave New World, which is the... the... There's no ruin in it. We're talking about Star Wars now. <laughs> But his son, I'm not no, because you're gonna think I'm making this up. His son was called. I fucking already do. His son was called Lee. So he was Leroy, and his son was Lee. (laughs) Lee Paul. Lee Paul. Lee Paul. Oh goodness. Lee Paul. Did none of these guys have surnames? Was Paul his actual surname? Paul was his surname. The fuck has Paul as a surname? Uh, Darren's over here. Yeah, he had it as well. Nonce over here was called Paul. Darren. Darren Paul. Is he? Oh fuck yeah, he is. Isn't he? (laughs) Fuck. But I don't know if it was spelt Paul or P O O L. I just knew his name was Leroy Paul. And, um, is, he a fan of Bar- is he a fan of Michael Barrymore? Might have been, yeah. He'd had a, well, he worked with him. That's true. <laughs> That's he did. He oh, with no him way. But like, basically, this guy, when I started working there when I was like 16, 17, he had dreadlocks. And I was only working at weekends. But when I got hired full time, when I was almost 18, he'd shaved his head. He got rid of the dreadlocks. He was wearing one well, of his yeah, Because go I religious remember when 9 11 happened, he was in the fucking canteen praying. And he was like, please do not, this is not Islam. Like he, and he was telling everyone, this is not what we believe. And he was going on about that. And I, I, believe, I, work, him. I believe him on that. I, I worked with his son, Lee, Paul. <laughs> and his son hated his dad. Like, he got really funny. He was like, he's like I was brought up Rastafari. Like, we weren't brought up Islam. Is Rastafari, done all- that, that, stop, please don't, forgive me if I'm being insensitive. Is Rastafari in a culture or is it a religion? It's a religion. Is that actually it's a religious belief? Okay, that's yeah, my. Yeah. I did not know that because they believe in Jah, Jehovah, like that. Like, did Jehovah's Witnesses? No, but Jehovah is the name of God, and Jehovah's Witnesses are branch of it's. It's all connected. That's weird. Right, okay, yeah, so yeah, so we believe in Jah, which is just Jehovah, right? And him and his dad didn't get on when his dad converted to Islam. Like he was fucking wouldn't speak to him. They worked together, and he'd be like, "Come on, my son, please speak to me," and he'd be like fucking shut up that you fucking like they wouldn't speak they would like so the boy was english but he had the he had the accent the, the, yeah but the dad and the mum had the accent ah well, okay so yeah like, so you inherited it. yeah makes sense and yeah because the boy was born here the dad was born in jamaica yeah and they, they had a really turbulent relationship but Sounds like it. i can't remember what the fuck i was talking about oh yeah the pastor right so basically <laughs> there you go so because because of Leroy, who had become Mustafa, right? We had an imam coming in. He'd requested, instead of a counsellor, he'd requested an imam to come and speak. He was like the only fucking dude going and speaking to this imam. He just said, I want an imam. That was his request. But once he, once he'd pulled that card, ITV went, oh, we need a pastor in. Like, we need... We can't just have a fucking imam in. Yeah. And this poor cunt, he was a ginger fella, right? About 35. No one was talking to him. He'd come in and see me and I'd just argue with him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I remember sitting in the canteen one day and he came to me and went, no one's talking to me. No one wants to talk to me. No one wants to fucking share their feelings about being 
fired and being made redundant. He said the Iman, he's even got one. Do you know what I mean? At least the Iman's got one bloke showing up, Leroy. He's on the way there. And I was just having this conversation with him and he confided in me at the time. I'd trained to be an exorcist. And he had done this at the age of 32. He said a lot of these houses he was going for exorcisms, sexual abuse had gone on within the family. And these daughters and sons had been abused, but no, even by church members. Oh, right? dirty bastards. So a lot of the time is it's like what you're doing is demonic. Like they were being, t- and he was fucking open with me. He said, what they're doing is demonic. So they would tell the kids they're nonsense. You have the demon in you trying to sh- fucking make me be a nonce and all this stuff. I, I, the demon is making me fuck you. Like, yeah. no, so then no, the- no. And and to his words, this ain't tum time. The kids would then act out, oh. throw shit, and go speaking tongues and all that. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And he said it was the biggest crisis of faith he ever had. And he said the reason he is here speaking to us is because he's taken a year off and coming up against all this abuse and sex abuse. There's, there's, and I said, these him, aren't these aren't the demons aren't in the children. They're going into the children, right? said to him so you must believe demons are real and he said they are they were in the parents that was his words yeah that was his words to me he said the children weren't the ones needed exercising it was the the, the adults and i remember just sitting there thinking fuck that's hard and then the next day he had the sign-up sheet to see the counselor see the pastor or see the imam and I was like, fuck it and I just put my name to see him I felt bad once he told me that I felt bad that no one wanted to speak to him because they're like, fuck this religious But cunt. he's the only guy that actually made any sense out of it. But when he come out with that thing, I was just like, I do you in. believe in demons? And he said, I do. They're in the parents. They're in the parents. Yeah. And, I, and I remember just being won over by him. And at I'd that point, I, even now with what I wear, the way I look, the stuff I am, you're, you're the same, Scott. You're very similar to me aesthetically. You're, you're, you're as aesthetically pleasing as I am, which is a good thing. Uh, bearded. House of Black. Bearded baby. Boys, House of Black. I, I almost bought that the other day. <laughs> Same time. Um, I've got that one and the other one. You've got the other one All the gonna, fakes of snakes. I was going to get both of them as well. And my missus was like, oh, I won't eat them for Christmas. So I didn't. That's what it was. I know. My missus didn't get me these for Christmas for my birthday. So I was like, I'm fucking getting some fucking Malachi Black merch. Oh, for sure. Need to. The dude's a fucking legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember just going, I'm going to pay this guy some respect. And then once I put my name down, suddenly... Loads of other people did. A couple of other people did as well. Yeah. And they all it knew me as the satanic motherfucker. It only takes, like, the thing is with stuff like that, it only takes one person. That, okay, okay, I'm in, yeah. And I would just go and sit there for an hour and debate him. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to. to I, I would have him a chat with him. I would him. just debate him over stuff. And often he made me go in, he said, I said to him something about heaven and hell, and I said like, come on, man, this is all bullshit. You cannot believe these exist. And he said, man, are there miserable people in the world who if they fall when they die they go somewhere happy, would that suddenly start making, if they believed it, not thought it, if they believed it, at the bottom of their heart, would they suddenly be happier day to day? And I was like, they probably fucking would. Yeah. He's right. He's yeah, right. No, I agree. And I agree. that's not me sticking up for Christianity. He just put it in such a matter of fact way. And maybe because he was 35 at the time, this is the you know early 2000s. So even now he's probably only 50. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah. Like at the time of hearing it, I was just like, Maybe this is what Christianity needs to be. They need to be self-help than religion. Like I think that's what religion. If I coming from someone who's not religious in any way, shape, or form, I think that's what it needs to be. It shouldn't be about. 
It shouldn't be about having. It shouldn't be having. I don't know. It's Chris Rock in um, Dogma. It's not about faith. It's not about having faith. It's about having an idea. Yeah. And I think I think that's the general way to go. I'm not. I'm never gonna go into a faith in, in any way, shape, or form. But though I've met people that have needed it. Well, they, you know, that they found out. I, I met a guy. I knew a guy who got properly into heroin, and he needed faith. Something to, he needed. Get, he needed yeah. something to believe in to get him out of it, and it's made him a happier person. Well, alcoholics anonymous. A lot of that stuff's twelve yeah. steps is faith based. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell someone you're wrong because they it get, helps them. They help. Some having some sort of basis helps these people get out of their and, their slum. I don't need it. If we were to look but at they do. if we were to look at internet culture, especially online and online discourse, the non-religious people don't seem as happy as the religious people. They seem angrier, they seem more upset, and it's a little bit weird to me. Mm, no, I'm I'm I fit into that category. I'm not religious. No, anymore. I'm not either. And I I I feel happier the fact that I'm not. But what I'm saying is, when I'm talking about online discourse, the people that are screaming and arguing, I and think there's some, I think there's something more underlined. There, there is something underlined there, but like I look at them, they're like, "Fuck the church, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you," and they get like that, and I'm like, "Why are you so angry? Why do you, do you know care what I mean? so much? Why do you care so much? It's a weird thing, and you do get it in Christians where they're like." don't be a faggot, don't be a this, and they get all funny with it. Those guys are cunts, fuck them. Yes. But like, there seems to be, sometimes when I see people attack religion, I attack religion, but I attack it from a logical standpoint of I don't think it exists and I don't think it's real. When I see some people attack religion, they attack it with such anger and hatred that I'm like, where has that come from? In fact, I love religion because you know what I love about religion? The idea of an antagonist. It's, it's, there is a way, but there is something there in, in religion, right? The idea that they, that religion has to have an evil, but when you hear what the evil has to say in the Bible and stuff like that, they're just kind of trying to talk sense. Well, God doesn't, the, the, de- the, the, the devil doesn't have a book. No. He he's not slagging anybody off. He's it's only, it's only God that's slagging All he's off. doing is questioning and shit. That's all it takes is to be a questioner. That's, that's why the word devil's advocate exists. All you have to do is go, I'm not taking a side on these things. I'm just going to go, but why do you feel that way? Now you're bad, right? Well, why does he feel that way? Now you're bad. I love the idea through religion of there being an antagonist. I actually celebrate the idea of an antagonist. I wear clothing with depictions of Baphomet on. I mean, Or the disciples of an antagonist. Yeah, right now. Yeah, definitely. Someone moaned at me about this. I got a Charlie Manson t-shirt on. Someone come up to me and why are you wearing a t-shirt with a swastika on it? This actually happened here yeah, in Guernsey. It's such minuscule. They were literally studying your shirt to oh, find no, it. I was in a queue. I was in a queue in a shop. Yeah, but they were studying yeah, they were because that's at... the only swastika. And that is they the one that Manson Jesus has on his first. actual head. Yeah. And they said, why are you wearing a t-shirt? They saw the, the hole in the hand. That's yeah. what they saw first. But I think they the thought red... it was Jesus. And then they went, why has he got Jesus' t-shirt? Oh, why has Jesus got a swastika? What's the five mean? Why is there? Why is the glyph of the five? What's that represent? Because I don't remember that with Manson. Right at the top. It's just the number of the Hierophant card. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's a Hierophant. Oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's number five, the Hierophant. Is, it? um, is that is that that's a turret card? Is it? But, mm-hmm. he, well, he's got a swastika there as well in the. Judgment oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. I just saw the one. I always know because I know he had that in his forehead. Yeah, someone challenged me on it, and I was like, "That doesn't mean I'm a Nazi, you fucking weirdo." Like, it's it's Charlie Manson. He had it tattooed on his head. I, and well, he was. I suppose he was kind of a bit of a Nazi because he believed that blacks and whites were going to fight each other to cause hell to scale. Yeah, he did. But. 
The reason I have it is because this was a man who was able to persuade people to do his bidding and I find that shit fucking interesting. The reason why I wear satanic stuff is because the idea of someone whispering into the ear of Eve, the idea of someone being able to question shit and make people change their opinion, I find incredibly fucking interesting. There are always, there's always Loki from Norse mythologies. There's always a cunt who goes, why are we doing this for? Someone and that I, questions the order. I say, when I was younger, I was made to go to sunday school and that kind of thing because my my especially my grandson of the family is very religious and when i turned 10 it was just like do you want to keep going not really it's fucking boring the stupid thing is, is that we had a a group to do with that sunday school as like a extra like after school activity once a week and that's where i started playing D D through sunday school which at the time was seen as satanic fucking worship well it was it was it was literally it was challenged on it originally on its original, in the 80s in, in, people in, fucking went mental yeah. when it first came about the guy that created it he was literally challenged by the church because they considered it demonic yeah so this is our halloween episode i think we're done and we're at the end of it it's been a nice chat religion we might have to come back to i think hey if you guys are interested let us know so is there anything else we want to mention just before we wrap this one up the harry horse theory harry horse if you haven't listened to our harry horse episode now is your chance to pause this one and go and listen to it because scott has a theory on the harry horse murders and killings that until we said it i didn't think about when he said it i actually went and had a look at rituals in that area of Scotland and in the Shetland Islands and stuff like that. And there's a fucking load of them. It's not dived into much because, unfortunately, the podcast that I actually downloaded on Spotify didn't... They were shit. They just wasn't... They weren't informative at all. No. It's, it's, it, like, it's like we said when, when you guys were originally doing research for it. It was very hard to find anything on proper information on it. But what you guys managed to find out, it stirred me. It was like, it's an idea. It's like... The man killed his wife and stabbed her 40-odd times. Then he stabbed himself 40-odd times and cut his cock off. Yeah, he, he mutilated himself. Now, to me, that reeks of ritual sacrifice. Well, it would seem sexually motivated. Yes, but... If it was a killer... Yeah, but it the man was, wasn't on anything. But he wasn't, wasn't on anything. He wasn't on anything. There was no anything. drugs. There was no... You know, you know, and to me, that that just reeks of a sacrifice. And there was a cover-up, a ritual, a ritual sacrifice, and and the, and that's also the fact. The family of the woman, the the wife, I can't remember her name. Sorry, yeah. The 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 family of the wife, they have information on how she died, but they're not disclosing anything. But they to didn't the get it till six, seven, eight months later. Right. Yeah. The police. Covered it. They've just like, yeah, no. They've no, never. They've never declared. Yeah. They, they, now, that's unusual. Very in much so. Any sort of murder, those sort of files are always disclosed to the media, at least. His family know nothing other than what happened to him. I'm sorry, but that, especially in a small island in the Shetlands, that high north, it's not unusual for, some, for, a, com for a community that small to still have pagan 
traditions. I know we've got some Scottish listeners, so I'd love for you to tell us about pagan traditions of Scotland, and we'll talk about that at some point. Celtic maybe, gods would be incredible. Maybe we'll even Skype one of you in for, for to talk about it. I would it. love to chat about some Celtic, like, but Celtic there is, rituals um, and gods. I'd love that. There is a podcast called Unexplained. And I can't remember where the island is. Unexplained is a great podcast, by the way. Please check it out. Richard McLean Smith, he's even wrote a book about the stuff he's found. And these are stories that basically have no ending. And he leaves them open-ended. He gives you his opinion on what happened, but he never persuades you one or the other. And he has a story about people going to islands in the Shetland Islands in Scotland to pray to the dead and all this stuff and going missing. So he has a lot of stories about that. Is people being found dead on Dolomains and stuff a like that? Well. Wicker man. He, he has some of that stuff going on in his podcast. And the minute you brought it up, I looked it up, and lo and behold, on those islands, there's lots of stories of the old gods need a human sacrifice, the the old gods need this. Yep. People have been murdered in other neighboring islands in a very similar manner. And I'm like, what? No cunt picked up on any of this during the whole time. It's it's a difficult subject. So I mean, even our island, Guernsey, is it's not unusual in a way to find pagan rituals still going on. Like one of the story I I should have brought this up earlier, but um story from a a a tale from a tale, if you know what I mean. Like my friend told me a tale that he got from a friend of his who's a policeman. And he went out to Tortoval where the fairy circle is, and you know, as you guys will know that you get to a certain point after and it gets barricaded off. There's a couple of houses, but you got to know how to get there. And then you walk your way through. So basically what he did is he found a load of cars in this area. So he walked through, policeman, with his flashlight, saw a load of cloaked figures heading towards the ferry circle. Just randomly one night during the week. So he's like, I'm going to head out. Yeah, fuck this. He's a cop and he's like, I'm out. He's like, I'm, I'm fu- out. literally a bunch of hooded figures heading towards the ferry circle. Like, I'm done. I'm going. I'm fucking out of here. He was walking through town like the next day on his beat and some person comes up to him and goes, we saw you. We know who you are. Don't waste your time. Like, he cannot, he cannot remember what that person looked like. Because it was quick. It was a passing. Yeah. It's like, we saw you. We know, we know you saw, we, we know you saw us. Don't waste your time. And he car- and she just left him to it. And he's just like, fuck. So I had a story I was going to tell on this episode that I forgot about. And you saying that triggered it. And I was like, fuck. So I told a story about my mate on, on the uh, horror, epi- horror episode. My mate used to have video nasties, John. Yeah, yeah, video nasties. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I remember one time the guy used to get the video nasties. His stepdad was like, we've got to dump the telly and some other shit. Dump it. It's not working. We're dumping it. We ain't paying for the fucking cancel. We're yeeting the telly. And locally, there was a woods called Oxley's Woods. It was in Welling. It was massive. And I used to go there with my dad as a kid because they used to do these events, solstice stuff, dancing around yeah, the maple. Yeah, well, sol- right? solstice is a big thing. Right? And my dad used to always take me there and you get thousands of people in this woods, in the fields around the woods. They'd all gather in that area for relig- their own religious reasons. And my dad went to me that even now when I talk to him, he's like, I wanted to surround you with shit that you weren't going to find in this area. Southeast London is full of fucking gammons. It's full of cunts. It's full of fucking racists. <laughs> full of gammons. Yeah, so I want Salty you... Salty with eggs on top. So I want you to fucking 
go and find i want you to see people that are hippies we used to go on Greenpeace walks and shit. Yeah, cool. You know, like that's he was sound. like, I want you to meet. That's a, that's a good crowd. The reason I played rugby is because people that played rugby were rich. And you're fucking big chap. I'm a big chap. Fucking do I some damage. I wasn't then. But um, the reason I played rugby as a kid was because my dad was like, the people you will find at rugby practice taking their kids there and the kind of kids you're going to mingle with are not the retards you're fucking used to mingling with at school and messing with at school and fucking around with at school. And to him, he saw it as a beneficial thing for me to mix with these people. So I knew Oxley's Woods well. And the idea was we were going to dump this TV near the outskirts of Oxley's Woods. Eugene, the guy's name was. So Eugene was driving. Me and my mate John jumped in the car. We loaded the telly in the car. We loaded a few other things he was dumping in the car. We drove up to the edge of Oxley's Woods and he went, can't dump it near the cafe because they've got CCTV. Mm. So we've got to go a bit deeper past the park part towards the woods. We drive into this bit of the woods. He reverses in. We jump out, me and my mate John, and we lift the boot up. And he was like, boys, boys, boys. Turns the light of the car off. Stay the fuck still. Don't look round. <laughs> Inconspicuous like, chaps. We're like, what? He's like, don't look round. We look round, and there's people just walking through the woods with torches burning. Just walking past us, 20, 30 of them in a row. In cloaks? As they got closer, we can hit in cloaks, hoods, full ritual gear. And Fuck they're, and they're going, Fuck that shit, I'm out. They're like fucking singing. Because when he spotted them, they were far away. When they got close to us, they're like all singing in chorus. Nah, <laughs> fuck that. In I'm Latin just, or some mate, shit. I'm just thinking Holy Grail. And we, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. First storm in a, party up the A. Party up the A, yeah. And, they were, <laughs> and they're walking past us, right? And I remember looking at my mate John, and he had the fucking other side of the TV, so we're holding it. And I could see the veins in his arms, like, he's gripping this thing. He's like, tensing. To, he's fucking shitting Fuck himself. This. And then they, they, they go... He's like, just fucking sling it. We sling it. We hear it smash, and we can hear rumbling. Like we can hear people going, what the fuck? Like, like mumbling. Yeah, yeah shit. what the fuck? Going we on? grab this other bin bag. Yeah, with like concrete. You'd better just to just fucking put it down slowly, eh? We fucking sling that out. We jump in the back of this fucking car. He's starting it up. The engine won't start, of course, because it's what happens Naturally. when these fucking things. He's like, <laughs> lights flashing as he's doing it. Engine starts. I remember just looking round and seeing this one guy, one guy on his own in his hood with his torch, standing at the edge, just not waving, not being frantic, just standing there watching us drive off. Yeah. And whenever I spoke to anyone about Oxy's Woods, oh, you can't fucking go through there. You can't go through there. That's weird. They, they do rituals. And not shit. the night time. They was well known. In the daytime, you do cyclists and hippies. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, everything happens. All dark magic happens in the evenings. When they had the eclipse, there was a big eclipse in the mid-2000s. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. And we, we went there with my dad there, and I remember there were people praying. Yeah, there would be. On their hands and knees. People drawing out circles on the ground. People fucking crying and fucking tripping out on Wiccan, drugs eh? or some shit. Yeah, There's a lot going, of Wiccan worship and stuff like that. Going mental for it in that woods. And I don't know what it is about those woods. I think if you were to look it up, you'd find loads. Oh, easy. But like I said, when it was the solstice, there was it was like a festival there. You would go there, and I'm talking thousands of people would go there for the solstice. That's amazing. There'd be bands playing. That's great. There'd be people passing drugs around and shit it's that's a shame i was a kid out. it's a shame i was a kid yeah. <laughs> Do you know what i mean like, see that sort of shit sounds like fun it sounds like fun to me now 
Yeah. Guernsey needs more of that. I know a few people that over here that still celebrate the solstices properly. I know a couple of Wiccans as well. We might need to do a solstice episode. Do a live solstice episode. That'd be cool. Turn up, record it, go down there and see what happens. I'll be down. But but no, thanks for listening to our Halloween episode. We've had some creepy (laughs) stories. We've had some creepy stories. We've had some weird stories. We've we've, had some nonsense. And we've gone on some tangents as we always do. We've gone on some tangents. But no, thank you very much for listening to this because... Without you guys, this doesn't happen. Well, no, it does. Well, it you, does. There's no one to listen to it. Just, just, it would just be a waste of time. Um, so yeah, seriously, anybody listening to this has got their own fucking stories. Please send them in. We'll do we a we'll do, we'll do a follow up creepy pasta we, style we, with your stories. That'd be fucking great. One hundred percent. We'd love we, that. We would do it. Yeah, we would do another. We'll even one. get Chris to read the whole lot of it. That's what on his do. own. But we'll just sit there and comment. Chris, Chris will read it and we'll comment on it. Hey, yeah. fucking go for it. Yeah. Me and Sam are waiting on a uh, certain things to happen in the wrestling world for another um, Falls Count Anywhere episode. We are, yeah. Like we missed the boat on a few things. Punk, we've been. We, unfortunately, I was very busy, so I couldn't get in to do. The thing is, Punk and Brian it. happened in the space of like two weeks. Yeah. And this is shit we wanted to talk about. It's now been a month later since Punk. It's now almost three weeks since Brian. But there is the possibility of Wyndham Rotunda. Also known as Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Contract, one of my, my favourites. Probably my all-time favourite um, of the past 10 years. Yeah. Without fail. Showing up on AEW, which will be fucking huge. I don't care where he turns up, as long as he's fucking getting turns used up properly. Somewhere. Yeah. So we're probably going to do another state of pro wrestling. Yeah. And I'm I'm, more, I'm more than down. That's going to be a good long episode. Though. But it's probably not going to happen until the end of the month so probably start, the probably the start November month. I reckon yeah November start November we'll probably have some of that yeah. um, no thanks for listening guys honestly I love doing this shit out of all the stuff we talk about serial killers fucking I think you can guys can expect another cyber psycho sometimes cyber psychos well. th- this mad shit this is actually my preferable shit to talk about rather than video games we're all big, huge gamers, but I love this shit. I actually love this shit. You know? Oh, you did you give me a give me a serial killer topic, and I'll fucking deep dive to the cows come home, man. Please take care, have a good one, and enjoy your fucking ha- happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, you bunch of bastards. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>